0: It is Free Talk Live, and of course, you're invited to join us on the radio waves. You can bring up anything that you want. Our number here is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. And you can Skype in at Skype username LRN.FM and take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live. With you in the studio tonight, it's me, Ian. And Johnson. And Mark. So we're going to start out tonight with ISIS, Uh, a discussion about ISIS The Christian version of ISIS. Uh, Mark, where is this coming from?
1: This is from someecards.com. dot This is a, uh, a Muslim scholar, Muslim lawyer. He says uh, he was taunted by he, he cl- what he claims is a white supremacist. I, I you know I have no evidence that this person that taunted him was a white supremacist, okay. but he said that he uh, the, uh, he claimed that Islam is violent and taunted me to show.
0: Yeah, I guess you don't have to be a white supremacist to be anti-Islam. There right. are probably some people who are just you know bigoted against Islam.
1: Right, he says that Islam's violent and taunted me to show where is the Christian version of ISIS. Now, I got to say, this is a this is a uh, bigotry that I hold. Right, like mm. I'm, uh, you know, I'm more concerned about uh, terrorism coming out of the Islamic world than I am sort of the Christian world. It doesn't, uh, you know, I can see why people in Islamic countries fear the the governments of Western nations. I mean, I can totally see that, but yeah i mean you know it's not like they've got uh, militaries to fight back with so they're much more likely to my mind to uh, to fight in a non-military way which we call terrorism but i thought this guy's response um you know even though it doesn't jibe with my world view i thought that it was interesting nonetheless mm-hmm. so this is uh, his name's kasim rashid call it that, a lawyer in Washington, D.C., and his uh, post here went viral, supposedly. And everybody wants to say, you know, they they're, they're keep on pushing this white supremacist thing. I don't see any evidence that that's the case. But anyway, Rashid uh, gets harassed on the Internet by an anti-Muslim um, on a regular. And one of them, who's uh, likely quite proud of his uh, hot take, used to um, ask him, where's the Christian version of ISIS and every other religion then? And Rashid replied with thousands of years of receipts uh, known as the uh, as world history. So um, now some of these things are kind of old and I don't think they're all relevant. But he says, um, you know, just using the uh, examples here. So 400 years of the transatlantic slave trade that maimed, raped, killed, kidnapped and enslaved 20 million African heathens to bring them to Christ. Hmm. I would say that that is pales in comparison to the slave trade that went to the East and Muslim countries from this same area and the rest of sub-Saharan Africa. So I don't think that's a good defense. So Um, there were
0: African slaves taken to the Middle East? Oh,
1: yeah. Um, And yeah, sure. And I mean, Mm -hmm. life for them was not good either. They were also, um, you know, like in many cases, uh, you know, unicized. Right. Like so they were neutered. Yeah. So, um, you know. If you've got to be a slave, I suppose keeping your testicles is preferable.
2: Is that uh, unicized or eunuch? I, well, eunuch, eunuchized? I, I'm or just eunuch. making
0: the, making a word up in order to get <laughs> as close as I can. Uh, C-I-Z-E-D would normally be pronounced sized, but yeah, it's a good, is good it, question. But doesn't,
2: does it end in a C-H? I thought it was E-U-N-I-C-H. Yeah, eunuch, eunuch yeah, is, you're right.
0: is a Ch. Good question. Unichized?
1: <laughs> they were made into eunuchs. Yes. yes. Uh, Genocide of Native Americans under the name of uh, Christ as Manifest Destiny. This has some accuracy. However, let's point out that a good percentage, call it 80 percent of uh, maybe 90 percent of Native Americans simply died of disease and exposure to white people. That's not white people's problem. But there certainly was plenty of uh, subjugation that went on after that, so there's some accuracy. But that's just historical, and I don't think most people feel responsible for that today. But he goes on, genocide of Australian aborigines that killed 90% of their population in less than a century, uh, Salem witch trials, Spanish Inquisition, of course the Crusades. He's
0: saying all of these things were led by self-professed christians
1: yeah basically he's showing that um you know the, these are christian armies mm-hmm. that are laying waste to populations that are non-christian mm-hmm. um now the um the Crusades. you can't have any conversation with a muslim without mentioning the crusades good lord we got to go back a thousand years to talk about now who
0: things. was do- doing that was that the catholics who
1: was um, doing the crusades yeah, at that point there was only
0: catholics mm-hmm.
1: If the Protestants hadn't come along, and so, you know, that's the church and Christianity as it existed at the time. Now, this gets a lot more interesting. The Lord's Resistance Army in Uganda that has maimed, raped, and killed up to 100,000 people, according to the UN, during the past 15 years, which is far more destructive than ISIS— that's accurate from wow. these numbers, and they've done so to establish biblical laws. A self-described Christian organization. Huh. What was it called again? This is the uh, the Lord's Resistance Army in Uganda. The LRA. Yeah. Okay. And okay, there it is. That's the answer to the question. I mean, of course, see, you know, you had to go through a lot of historical crap to get there.
0: Now, of course, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna guess that Christians will say, "Oh, well, they're not real Christians." Well,
1: that's, what, the, but L- that's what Muslims say about ISIS. Exactly. So, I mean, you know, like, I, if ISIS— Any
0: group of crazy psychopaths can come along and say, we're Muslims, we're Christians, and start killing people, and, and they're Christians or Muslims killing people, right?
1: right? violence is about control, and religion is a way they do it. And it doesn't matter whether it's Muslim or Christian, it's done. So mm-hmm. I I always sort of felt flat footed on this question, like I don't have an answer for that. But apparently this Lord's resistance uh, army is the answer.
0: Well, that's because we're not scholars, and thankfully this guy is. So it well, yeah, his and research. He, and
1: he has to and he has to worry about the problem. I don't. Yeah. I'm not a Muslim. I don't care. I don't consider I consider, you know, these religions to be, you know, uh, marginally different from each other. You've just got know speaking of
2: marginally i mean i think that the, a lot of people though they they when 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 judging this sort of thing right in in regards to uh you know how how much of an out group is a group that has certain beliefs right in other words how marginalized is that group from its the group that it's claiming to represent the, the group that it claims the LRA. to represent How
0: marginalized are they from Orthodox Christianity? I mean,
2: like, so for example, you could say that the Liberty Caucus is marginalized from the greater Republican Party, right?
1: Yep, but not much. Not by the with the Democrats look at the Republicans, they just see the Liberty Caucus as another problem. Right. right. So when when they look, it's like, oh, there's that big group and that big group. There's some slight disagreements between right. those two. Exactly. So you when I look at Muslims. They're all, they're all Republicans. Right. When I look at Muslims from the Christian world and my mm-hmm. Christian worldview, I say, you know, there's those people and their silly beliefs and then those people of which are dangerous. Right. And
2: And, and you can, I mean, I, I would easily be able to say that, you know, there's a lot of Muslims who hold a lot of the same views as the violent ones. Sure. Right? And it's not, they're not really, the violent ones, not really marginalized from their societies and, and groups as a whole, right?
1: I don't know if that's the case. I, how would I know? I don't live in Muslim countries. You just countries. look at the data. and You look at the numbers and you well, look at the societies well, that these people are you living that in. And it's it's like, true you
2: of the see, Christians, too. When, oh, look, that woman's raped. Stone her to death. Well, oh, okay, that's just
1: common practice in well, those countries. Second. You're talking about... But no, it's not those countries, though. There are a lot of I know countries. A lot of, yeah. There's a, lot, a lot, of lot of Muslim countries, countries, countries and, yeah. and the and, way and, that they go about dealing with raped women differs in each one of those countries. It's true. Those countries have had female rulers, you could say, because there have been plenty of uh, leaders of female, female leaders of Muslim countries. So, you know, when we say the Islamic world, what we tend to do is kind of pick something awful right. from a particular region that's usually cultural, and we say that that's the, the Muslims when, you know, the rest of the Muslims are like, we. we never do that but that there is barbaric
2: are, no but there are barbaric and horrible practices happening even in the most first world of muslim countries in like the united arab emirates in like dubai you can have these horrible awful things happening don't be an atheist there you might die
1: well atheists get have it really rough um, agreed in uh, muslim countries but uh, you know i mean what can i tell you is the difference between Christian countries that much? I mean, the thing is, is that they haven't had the chance to sort of catch up as far as, um, you know, uh, industrialization, right. better jobs, more money, and all those things that make people a little more civilized.
0: But There's plenty you, of Christians that cut off foreskin. I mean, that's, you know, mutilation of genitalia. Uh,
1: yeah, I think it's, uh, th- there's certainly more Christians do that than uh, Muslims do the mutilation of uh, female genitalia, but the female Genitalia mutilation is worse as on a per instance basis. I'll give you that to, to my uh, yeah. to my understanding. But um, when I look at th- when I look at the beliefs of the um, you know this this uh, what organization, the Lord's Resistance Army, does it differ from Christians here in the United States? I mean. You know, they say this thing is unacceptable, that thing is unacceptable, that thing is unacceptable. The Lord's Resistance Army is just willing to do something about
0: it. There's more coming up here. We can continue the discussion. You've got more from the scholar, I take it. Uh, The toll free number, if you want to join us here, 855 450, free, whether you're atheist, Muslim, Christian, or something else entirely, you're welcome to join us. And of course, you can take control of the airwaves here on Free Talk Live. Coming up, we'll also talk mandatory minimums. It is Free Talk Live. Dial on in toll-free. Join us here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Uh, we do have Skype, and the Skype username for you is lrn.fm. We're talking about Christians, Muslims. There's a Muslim scholar who was asked, uh, you know, what's the Christian equivalent of ISIS? The suggestion in the question was that there was not a Christian equivalent of ISIS. I sure wouldn't have been able to answer the question.
1: Um, you know, I... And so what I like is I like somebody who's going to teach me
0: something. Challenge your beliefs. Right. You're yeah. going to
1: challenge my beliefs. Then you're teaching me something. I'm going to learn something new. I've got something I can teach you. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you do, buddy. It's a little Arabic. <laughs> I, um, I don't,
0: you
2: know Arabic? You're know, not, you know not challenging the, Allah, my beliefs. Allahu Akbar. Everybody Allahu Akbar. knows Allah. You
0: know what yeah. it means? Uh, glory be to God, I believe.
2: Well, God is great. Yeah, yeah. It's literally literal. So okay. like, Allahu les real
0: don't know that one.
1: Is God is not real. <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll do you. That'll serve you well. <laughs> so I know that uh, if you go to Pakistan or someplace like that, being an atheist is, can be a pretty dangerous uh, thing.
0: I imagine if you're in
1: Egypt or in Turkey, not such a big deal.
0: All right. So we're going to get back into that here. And your calls and thoughts are also welcome. Plus, Bitcoin.com is the most unique online destination in the Bitcoin universe. If you're buying Bitcoin, you can do that at Bitcoin.com. You want to speak your mind to other Bitcoin users? They've got a forum and it's always open and censorship free at forum.bitcoin.com. There are no bigger Bitcoin believers than the Bitcoin.com team. And that's why Bitcoin.com is a one stop shop for everything that you need to get into Bitcoin life. You can also play games at games.bitcoin.com you can learn more at bitcoin.com again that's bitcoin.com and we actually uh, went to a bitcoin hearing today we can talk about that later if necessary but did you
2: guys mention so i've been wondering i had been wondering for a while like how did bitcoin recover cuz i know there's the controversy that's going on you know with yeah. the split possible split um, and i've been wondering how has bitcoin been recovering from this latest sort of drop and i guess i'm wondering I guess Japan adopted it as some sort of a uh, official legal currency like That's what I heard. I didn't read option. the stories about I'm it. I am just wondering if that's like you know the driving factor behind the recovery it's or?
1: hard
0: to say right? Like, I know, no way else right. like what's going no on when,
1: you, you never get um, when people buy bitcoins, they don't say why they're buying bitcoins right. um, you know they, right. you know the, so you don't know you can just see there's some news and you can try people to are, attempt to correlate the, the the price to it.
0: I mean people are definitely spooked about about Bitcoin, and right. so there are some people who I know who have cashed out some of their bitcoins mm-hmm. because they're spooked about it. About what might happen with the sort of the internal controversies, but I decided
1: to do some profit taking. Frankly, I mean, I'll I'll go ahead and say I wasn't going to name your name, but uh, uh, but I I figure that I've got some you know there's everybody's got debt right
3: right.
1: Do I want to um you know do I want to count on debt or do I want to count on Bitcoin? And today, um you know I'd rather cash out a little
0: bit. Right. So, uh, anyway, as far as what happens and and why, I mean, uh, the the argument would be Johnson that Bitcoin should be much higher were it not for the internal controversy going on right mm-hmm. now. So right now at eleven $1, fifty, right around right, right around the price right. 1150 dollars per Bitcoin. You know, the argument would be that should be fifteen hundred, two thousand, if it right. weren't for the internal strife so i mean it's still a strong currency it's just losing its strength against the rest of the marketplace right. as other uh, cryptocurrencies are starting to kind of eat its lunch i just pointed out to mark last night and i'll check the stats over at uh, coincap.io they've got those statistics up at the top that show you you know what the total exchange volume is and it's true today as it was yesterday right now within the last 24 hours the total Exchange volume, the total amount in U.S. dollars worth of Bitcoin that has been traded over the last 24 hours is $445 million. The total amount of altcoins, all of the competitors combined, more than Bitcoin at $488 million. That didn't used to be the case. right? And Bitcoin has lost its market domination. It used to be at like 90 to 95%. Uh, meaning that you know 90 to 95% of the dollars traded were traded with with bitcoin yeah, and now I mean, it's only
2: 69% here's perspective for you so i've been thinking about setting up a business uh, you know uh to accept bitcoin that deals in primarily fairly small transactions not not microtransactions by any stretch of the imagination but small transactions and it's getting harder to do that it's getting harder the idea of accepting bitcoin for that it's like well why do i really care if, if this doesn't get resolved
0: it's gotta yeah something's gotta get fixed or else they're just gonna keep getting eat you know their lunch is gonna get eaten right. here by these competitors anyway without we, we, we shouldn't go too much further into that we are talking about the sure, uh, right. the isis thing that's always what happens when i bring the bitcoin.com well <laughs> advertisement up we always go off on a bitcoin tangent for well the whole of course segment. that's
2: what the regulatory agencies say is you know well perfect segue the regulatory agencies say that you know buying bitcoin you're just supporting the terrorists right
0: i mean some do say that yeah that's true <laughs> Uh, which I'm I'm surprised they didn't bring that up at the hearing we were at today. We can talk more about that later on. Um, but anyway, Mark, so you've got this story. We're going to get back into that. But we've got Dale, who's on the line in uh, Tennessee, listening online via Stitcher. Hello, Dale. And hey, hello, Ian. How are you doing today? Fantastic. What's on your mind tonight, Dale?
4: Well, uh, I'd like to talk about basically. You know, they they talk the the textile industry. You know, has been. Uh, defunct from America for quite some time and
5: okay. they
4: talk about bringing these jobs back but yet they don't they don't realize that the they probably need to do it with hemp because with, with hemp we get the benefit of clothing and all the other wonderful things
0: it'll um, clothe you and feed you Yep. I'm sorry I'm sorry it's a, it's a joke for long-time listeners of the show Dave in uh, Montana uh, <laughs> anyway go ahead
4: <laughs> yeah but it's it doesn't make. I mean, it doesn't make sense. I mean, if they're really talking about bringing back jobs, then you you do things you haven't done before,
0: like legalize hemp and or marijuana. Oh yeah,
4: I, I, yeah, uh, yeah I, I'm 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 riding down that road right there too. I mean, if you're an adult in this country, you should be able to at least purchase legally, you should not be a criminal.
0: It's coming. Uh, I yeah. mean it's slow going, but you know, you've what do we got, eight states now where it's legal or in imminently uh legal and uh, Canada is talking about doing it. Uh, other states, I'm sure, are going to be coming at the next election cycle. We're still waiting to see which state is going to go legal through the legislature first. Hopefully, that'll be New Hampshire. Um, so, you know, it's it's going to come, and it doesn't look like the Trump administration is going to do anything about it. There was some concern that there was going to be some kind of crackdown, but it doesn't really seem like that uh, is going to happen. Well, I'm,
4: I'm hoping it doesn't, because uh, that's there's there's a there's a conservative truth and there's a liberal truth, but there is one true truth in America. Weed ain't that bad. That's, it, true. It, 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 that's just a fact. I mean, the I mean, you got your. I dare say it's sessions, the opposite. You know,
0: I, I dare say that it's the opposite. I mean, for a lot of people, weed is a miracle drug that you know helps oh. significantly with pain and other you know maladies. The best arguments that people have against well, weed, well,
4: just, just the fact that you can use it to reduce. Uh, now some of it will induce anxiety because that's the type of marijuana. Is. that's why you need to know what it is. What it smoke. is? Oh, right. sure.
1: You need to know yeah. the drugs yeah. you're taking. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But the best argument that people have against marijuana is a: it's a gateway drug. But it wouldn't be a gateway drug if it wasn't oh, illegal.
4: I, I smoke my. I, I, hey, I smoked my first cigarette back when back when I was seven years old because back then you could actually go back and go to the store, you know, and buy cigarettes for you know for your parents. Seven. You know, They give you a buck, you can get the cigarettes, uh, a drink for going to the store, maybe a piece of gum. Oh, I wonder, and what got me was my mother never figured out uh, why was the pack open when I brought it back? She
0: never figured that out,
4: huh? (laughs) (laughs) But then again, I was a kid, you know. you just remember smoking, and you're probably not really sure about how they come to. Dale, hang on. You if you got more to, to
0: say, we can bring you back here talk about legalization. You can bring up anything. It's Free Talk Live. Bitcoin.com is the most unique online destination in the Bitcoin
6: universe. Buying Bitcoin? Do it here. Want to speak your mind to other Bitcoin users? Our forum is always open and censorship-free at forum.bitcoin.com. There's no bigger Bitcoin believers than the Bitcoin.com team. That's why this site is a one-stop shop for everything you need to get into bitcoin life you can also play games at games.bitcoin.com learn more at bitcoin.com that's
0: bitcoin.com it is free talk live whether it's muslim or christian violent extremists bitcoin or legalization of cannabis. We can talk about all those things and have already done so coming up here or in uh, this show tonight. Uh, coming up, your calls and thoughts are welcome. You can join us at 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. I
1: want to talk to you about your multivitamin. If you're taking one, um, I want you to consider Whole Food Multi-Complete. And if you're not taking one, man, you should be taking one. So take a listen. <laughs> um, it, now, if you... The grocery store uh, multivitamins, they're just not going to cut it, right? These things are synthetic. They don't have enough stuff in them. If you go to a naturopath, you're going to likely leave uh, with a whole bunch of, you know, rather pricey supplements probiotics, enzymes, antioxidants, all kinds of other nutrients. And by the time it's all said and done, you're probably paying for, got five bottles of product and spending $150 per month. Now, that's expensive. And the guy who runs um, Whole Food Multi Complete, he had he ran into the same problem. He was in an, an airplane accident and was you know it harmed his internal organs and he was supposed to die. He put together this formula with and and there was a formula already in existence. He added to the formula um, and you know it it helped him heal. Now for me, I've been taking it about three months. What I can say is it's it's uh, certainly aided in digestion for me and you know it's. Uh, that's a good thing. If you have, uh, you know, problems with digestion, then you're probably pretty happy when it gets uh, fixed up. It's the perfect blend of seven supplements in a single product. Now, when I say seven supplements, I don't mean there's only seven different items in it. You've got to go to simplifymysupplements.com and take a look at this list of items uh, that are in the product because it is extensive. Now, what they what Russ said was is that basically all you have to do is once all I have to do is get a customer to look at the uh, the, the the items in Whole Food Multi Complete, and they're sold. So please go take a look, Simplifymysupplements.com. dot and when you decide to buy, and I would urge you to do it as soon as possible, because frankly, um, they're trying out Free Talk Live, and if we don't, you know, have enough uh, bottles sold their way, then they're gonna think they're gonna go elsewhere. But um, SimplifyMySupplements dot com has uh, they, they've given us a code because I said look if you want me to get people to to buy you need to um, to make it uh, an enticement they've given thirty percent off that's cost for them essentially the bottles you know no profit as far as they're concerned. Simplifymysupplements.com use coupon code FTL. Get 30% off your first order. Your satisfaction is guaranteed or your money back. And you will get your money back. Trust me. Simplifymysupplements.com. Coupon code FTL.
2: we have a question
1: for you, yeah, about sure. It, Mark, if
2: you're willing to
1: field it. I will do my very best. I mean, I don't know everything about it. I just take it and have read the uh, documentation. Well,
2: I've been told by my nutritionist as a, you know, for my multivitamin to avoid uh, iron. As okay. a man, I'm just wondering um, if this, do you know if it has iron in it? A lot of multivitamins do have iron, the, you know, especially if, because women need it, obviously, a lot more than men do. Um, but I was told, actually, by uh, my nutritionist specifically to avoid it. Not all men need to avoid iron, but I've been told that
1: I should. The 100% uh, recommended daily allowance of iron. Yes. Okay, so it yeah. does have iron. Yep. It. So here you go. Uh, let's a of, continue. A lot of women uh, use it, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and a
2: lot of men do, too. A lot of men, you know, do need it. I'm just... You know,
1: it's in the form of amino um, you know, acid uh, cellate, cellate, I'm not entirely sure here, uh, and a whole food culture, is what they say. Interesting. 18 milligrams.
0: To the phones, or back to the phones, in this case, Dale is on the line in Tennessee. Dale, uh, what what else were you calling about tonight here? Uh, go ahead with your thoughts.
4: Well, well, you know, initially it was something you know we had uh, wandered over into the weed. Um, but, <laughs> we do um,
0: tend to do that but, on this show. Uh, uh, you say, do.
4: But... Isn't it? Isn't it? Tal, like I said, you know, I mentioned there's your, there's your liberal truth and your conservative truth, but there is one truth, and that is, I know people that are, extremely conservative that smoke weed. I know people that are extremely liberal that smoke weed, mm-hmm. and and I, I can't see why we can't come together and agree on this because right now with the criminality of it, they're they're locking you up, and and as far as the medicinal portion, um. I had I've had vision issues my whole life, mm. and I can honestly say that when I was younger and was smoking on my, own water, my vision condition did not worsen. Um, let's say twenty years ago, because like I said, I'm in my mid-fifties. You know, I, I had to drastically reduce. You know, the you know there were I had just only. Oh, I, I think
0: we're losing a few packets. I uh, could not make out what you said there. Can you say that one more time? Oh,
4: well, uh, you know, well. 15 years, 15 20, 15, 15, 20 years ago, you know, I had to pee, you know, for the job a lot. Uh, well, eventually, I ended up uh, uh, losing the eye to, to glaucoma, ugh. which, you know, it, that's one of the things that it, that it will treat. But d- before I lost it, they had me on this one drug that was about to size we'll call it a, 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 a small by bottle. And that bottle was $150. Whew. And I calculated ugh. the price. That if if that was a, if they made that by the gallon, it would be like sixty four thousand five hundred dollars.
0: Jeez, wow! For, you could buy yeah. a lot of weed yeah, with but
4: that. You know, yeah, it's a, for sure. But hey, I'd like to thank y'all. Uh, now wait, y'all you actually, actually lost good... your
0: eye? Is that what happens with glaucoma? If it goes all the way, you actually have to they they pluck your eye out.
4: Well, no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it. Till I go. So they offered So you have a. I thought that they have
2: a. I thought that they had like a laser surgery or something that could completely cure glaucoma. point. what if it goes too far?
4: Not glaucoma. I mean, you're talking cataracts. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you're right. That's yep. So basically, glaucoma is a is a
4: disease of the
0: eye. So what is it? What is I mean, I don't know if this is getting too detailed, but does it look different? Does your eye like you know look? Oh yeah, it's got a it's
4: got a it's got a mass across across it. You know, like it's matter of fact, it's sort of partially uh, partially gray, and the other parts of the eye, you know, and eventually, I guess, well... You look like, like one of the
1: gray. bad guys in the movies.
4: Yeah, sort of, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> does,
0: does it still... Is it still functional in that it can move, like the eyeball is still... Has oh, yeah. Ability oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just, mean... It's,
4: it's just the lens is uh, the lens and the nerve are
0: shot. Mm-hmm. So you're you know blinking. You're still uh, you know, it's still sort of uh, it's 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 kept wet uh, as as a normal eyeball oh, would. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Okay. Oh, hey, it's still part of my body and it's still alive. <laughs> mm. All right.
0: And uh, and you just can't see out of it, so you have no uh, depth perception.
4: Um, H- half blind. No, yeah, I used to, I still have depth perception, although I can't watch three D movies.
0: So you can I mean, see they, out they of it. They tend to give me you. you can yeah, see. Yeah, they, out
4: they it. tend to give me a headache, and uh, and I can't play uh, the video games like uh, Call of Duty or anything. Can you, you play? So wait, thing.
2: if you wear the polarized, do you the three D movies? If you wear the polarized glasses, it still would give you a headache because you would only be seeing out of one lens. So it should. Uh, the, hey, the, the, the,
4: the way it makes my head feel, I don't even want to think about it. You know, it's he's like, seeing something. Like, Is like it, he's kid.
0: sounding like he's seeing something out of that. Well, if I? you were, yeah, but if
2: you were
4: oh, watching, no, 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 that's just the view I get from my right eye. Oh. There's nothing on that. Yeah, but uh, okay. if you watch... So,
2: Ian, if you watch a 3D movie, right, yeah. and you don't put on the 3D glasses that they provide you, you're going to see this crazy right. double image, yep. right? No yeah, matter yeah. if you're looking it, at it, a it, one it, eye it, or another. But if you put on the polarized little, glasses, of, uh, you should only be seeing ghost thing. Yeah. one channel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it should look yeah, okay, yeah. okay to you, right? I mean, you would think it would look okay to you if you had the glasses on. If you mm-hmm. don't have the glasses on, it makes anybody look crazy to it. All
4: right, uh, no. Nah. It didn't work on the Friday the 13th movie I saw back in the 80s. That was 3D movies back in the 80s. So it, it oh, was the 80s. 80s. that was the Red that's blue. Different. That's, yeah, that's different. That's way
0: different. Very different. It's so, so a yeah. completely different technology. You ought to try out the new. I mean, it's not going to be 3D, right. you know, you, but you could watch it's it. Pointless. In which case, yeah, I would just go see <laughs> Let's the 2D. try it out. Right, just just go see the 2D bucks. version. Yeah, Save yourself the five yeah. bucks and, and go do that. Hey, Dale, thanks for sharing your experience uh, tonight. I appreciate hearing from yeah, you. Thank you, Dale. Uh, I actually
2: hate 3D movies so much that I have I, I really? oh, collected right. I collected enough of the glasses to swap the left and right lenses of you know uh, or of like two different pairs so really? that I could make two right lenses and two left lenses so I could have two. So pairs you can watch of a 2D movie in 3D glasses.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: now I've you are supposed to give glasses.
0: Those, you're supposed to give those glasses back. Not all, right? no
2: not the really cheap no they're cheap no they're taking okay. they away they're like
0: I think they probably figure in a certain level of loss, of loss yeah. shrink yeah yeah that's true. Um. Yeah, you don't like it. I remember. That. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You're not into it. What is it about it? Is it that uh, it just seems too gimmicky for you, or what is? It? It's just you
2: um, know? it's gimmicky. It's also obnoxious. Here's the part that I really don't like about the technology has not come to the point where focus and three dimensionality are not attached, so you can have an object in the foreground that is not in focus That's right. where you might want to look at it you but can't. it'll be three dimensional but blurry and your brain just because, goes I don't
0: like that at all because that's the way that the cinematographer shot that, right. s- that scene toll free number here 855-450-FREE that's 855-450-3733 this is Free Talk Live this is Free Talk Live and you can dial in toll free here our number is 855 855- 450 free that's 855-450-3733 we do have skype and the skype username is LRN.FM. With you in the studio tonight, it's Ian. And Johnson. And Mark. Also, uh, you can call in about anything you want. We're going to get back into the story about the Muslim scholar who has a few things to say about the Christian version of ISIS. Is there such a thing? Turns out there is. And Mark, you're going to tell us more about that coming up here in moments. Westboro Baptist Church? Not quite. Oh. No, we're talking about actual violent mm-hmm. uh, people. Not just crazy. Not just annoying. Yeah, but, but actual violence. Um and so that's on the way. 855 450 free is our toll-free number here tonight. And there's been a discussion going on on the Free Talk Live Amp forum the uh, or the Free Talk Live amplifier uh Facebook group, which is essentially the Amp forum now. About James Wittekind, the prolific caller here to free talk live the, the
1: most prolific caller we've had in free talk live history who's been that's on probably the, true been on the air longer than some of our hosts I'd say Sarah is minutes.
0: more uh in recent like the recent year or so Sarah is more consistent yep. uh, than, than he but uh, he's certainly been at it for a number of years he's on the line right now and uh, it has gotten to the point where you know there's a there's always been people well, who've— it d- has. it hasn't gotten to the point— Okay, look, I'll, I'll
1: tell you what uh, precipitated this. The fact is, is that James began calling me on my personal cell phone. Mm-hmm. Um, recently. Recently. I uh, called a couple of times. And I posted—you know, he's given me his telephone number in the past, but mm-hmm. I haven't uh, done anything with it. But when he decided to call me on my cell phone and using his same Mr. Minister edge, you know, like his mm-hmm. whole threatening demeanor— I just put it up on Facebook and um, his phone number, his phone number up yeah. on Facebook. And then, you know, smart guy he is. He decides to do it again. So I do it again. I write him a, an email and I didn't realize I have his emails you know, sent to something. I, I can't you know, see them when they come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I said I just archive them immediately. But um, it turns out he's been harassed, apparently, by some callers and not really harassed. I mean, some guy, some nice guy is calling him and trying to tell him about Jesus. Right. And, um, you know, I guess that annoys him in some manner or another. But, you know, hey, I got an idea. Don't call a nationally syndicated radio program host on his cell phone and, uh, you know, complain about your treatment on the air, you lunatic. Um, And don't forget, this guy's threatened to blow up my house with my nine year old in it. I mean, you Mm -hmm. know, says nasty
0: things about your child and your wife. Right.
1: He calls my kid stupid and my wife ugly. I mean, he's an incredibly vitriolic individual who sounds like he's capable of insane things. So I just wrote him an email and said, look, you and I, we're not going to talk anymore. I'm not going to talk to you. I don't want to talk to you either because I can't control you, Ian. You're going to put yeah. him. You were going to put him on the air no matter what I say. So, um, and I can't stop him from calling in. Sometimes he'll get through. Like he'll use a fake name. He uses fake sure. names all the
0: time. Well, you can always hit the dump machine if that if that's what happens. He'll go on the podcast, but
1: he'll and he'll go on the stream, but he'll not go on the radio.
0: Yeah, that's true. And so it's led to a conversation about. Well, you know, now we've got two hosts because Daryl was already you know when he was filling in for you, Mark. He was already refusing to to talk to James. Right. At, so at, at what point the does radio
1: show? fall apart right when you know how many hosts basically go on strike when this caller calls in yeah. and I, I will say he adds nothing to the program it's not like he well, brings Some people up
0: disagree i mean some people uh, like to hear us battle him right uh, well, on stuff and but, you like but he himself people. brings nothing to the show and that right. he keeps bringing the same things up he's got some sort of uh, chip on his shoulder about some things that he believes happened to him in the past on this show that he just keeps on bringing up so you know the question is do you ban him completely or do you put on some kind of restriction to see if he can, you know, comply with those restrictions, uh, like you know, no threatening and uh, no complaining about previous calls. You like can put whatever if restrictions you're going to-
1: you want on him. I'm not yeah. going to talk to him.
0: Yeah. So anyway,
1: with that uh, in mind, because here, frankly, the reason I'm not talking to him is, look, Ian, you're a single guy. If somebody comes by here and shoots you, you're going to yeah. be, you're basically Gandhi, right? Like, you've died for the cause, mm-hmm. and the show will be elevated, and uh, liber- the ideas of liberty will be elevated, and all those things. Frankly, it is a good thing for the cause if you take a bullet. Oh my god. Okay. I, on the other hand, if, my, if this nut job comes and kills my family, like, I place my family higher than I place anything else in my life. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to tempt this guy Mark is the Mike
2: Pence of Free Talk Live.
1: You can. I I support Mike Pence and his choices not to dine with women.
0: Uh, We haven't even talked about that subject yet. (laughs) Well, that's what uh, he referenced. uh, All right, so uh, necessarily, but okay. (laughs) Let's go to James. He's calling from Phoenix. Uh, So James, you're on with Ian and Johnson at this point, and there's a discussion on the table about restricting your calls because basically, you know, you're kind of boring. I mean, you keep calling about the same old whiny stuff, and I think that you know people have had enough with it.
7: Ian Bernard, you're not going to get the first and the last word in the court of law, and neither
0: is Mark Edgington. And I never. All thought right, that sounds meant. like a threat. So, do, number one, you're not allowed to threaten anybody anymore, or we're just going to go ahead and, and disconnect I said, you. I
8: said I'm going to take you to court.
0: That's a threat. To Goodbye. Toll-free number here, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. This
1: guy's been hung up on a hundred times, if yeah. not more. Hanging up on him isn't going to solve the problem. He's got. Well, a he's going to have to be hung up
0: on if he sneaks through the the call screen. He's
1: got a real mental illness. I get it. Yeah. I'm just say. I'm just letting you know. Yeah. He's got a real mental illness. He can't control it. He right. well. Has he can't found, learn
2: these things because he drinks so much. He's I mean, obsessed.
0: Maybe He's just constantly drunk all the time. And he's obsessed as well. So you know, you can hang up on him. Then he's just going to call back 15 times. So he's like,
2: probably taking psychiatric medicine that mixes with the alcohol that he takes. I mean, that's what I would guess.
1: Well, it's a guess. Um, I don't know. He's uh, denied uh, having as many DUIs as we've seen arrests for. I mean, I've seen but multiple like Five different arrest reports. I don't like know that. if that's the case, um, but I've seen I've multiple seen three, mugshots. Think, there are three for
0: DUI. Yeah,
1: personally, yeah. I've seen three, and I think there's some. And, and
0: I, he's calling back on Skype right <laughs> now. This I is what he does.
1: I can't presume. He has nothing better to do. To know if well, he, no, of course not. I mean, he, and banning is, him from this the show is the most gonna attention he's going to get in his life, yeah. Ian. This is it. He's on national radio. He is the topic for an entire segment on national radio. And the only reason he is is because he's threatened people. So that's why I say the guy needs to be banned. He needs to not be on the air at all. Well, I
0: I say it deserves discussion because we've never done that beyond uh, Dave in New York was a temporary uh, ban. So Dave in New York kept calling about the same thing. Over and over again, we told him, Dave, you've got to call about something else. I don't even remember what the thing was at this point. It was that irrelevant. Uh, But you've got to to start calling about something new. Did
2: you actually go to New York to ban him?
0: (laughs) So, no. So you didn't say it to his face? No, I never did. You never said it to us. And he never came here either.
1: We <laughs> used to have a message forum on the website called the BBS. Mm-hmm. And if you use, issued threats on the BBS, then um, one of the moderators would ban you for a period of time. If you continued to do it, you would have gotten banned permanently. But we never had anybody who was so uh, you know out of their mind that mm-hmm. they would continue to uh, threaten people. They They learned from one banning. But – i I would contend to you that he is completely incapable of it yeah. and that he brings nothing to the show.
0: So well some people enjoy us uh going back and forth with him on on things. So again, you know, it's your opinion that uh that he brings nothing to the show. I think it's, you know, I would prefer that somebody call about different things. And so I think that's a reasonable restriction. I think that's a reasonable request. It's like, okay, calling about the same thing over and over again, that gets pretty dull. Uh, you know, if if Sarah always called about red light cameras, we could put the same restriction on her. But she actually mixes no, it up. She, she actually calls up. about uh different stuff. Uh, and and so that's I what mean, it's,
2: it's funny. Like James actually used to be have some topics of conversation. Like, he used back to when, originally, and yeah. they were bigoted and racist. And uh, you know, I call them out on that. And then then his calls for like the past several years have just been complaining about things that were said about him originally three years right. ago he's like bring oh, up five it years yeah he's, like, oh, he's got a log he's got dates yeah, i know he's and got it's funny. dates
0: and times of when I, things were said to i him. know right.
2: and he he that's his modus operandi to like have these dates and times to go back through the logs I've not once ever bothered to go through and like actually find the things that he said to prove. Like no, I of course know, not. Yeah. I know he said racist things. Why I know would he you said bigot things? But
0: he's not worth. it. I don't it.
2: care. Yeah. yeah, it's like I still I haven't cared for what five years you said yeah. he's been on. I haven't cared for five years. Well, that's just so, it. You
0: know? I, I've always been of the mindset I don't care. You can say whatever you want. I you know it doesn't scare me. Right. If, you know, if somebody's going to do something violent, they're not likely going to. Clue you into it in advance. Yeah. So I think James is the least likely person, probably to uh, right. To do something he's been like
1: threatening my family yeah. for more than a year and right. hasn't done. He's anything.
0: also threatening court action. Yeah. This isn't the today was not the first time he's threatened court action either. Right. Now know. he's
1: going to sue us for not letting yeah. him on the air. Which is insane? Yes,
0: yeah.
2: yeah. it would be a suicidal hornet's nest to come around this area and and be right. firing a gun in in this area. I yeah, mean, it's just, just New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Area. It's like yeah. no, that's bad idea.
0: So, I don't know, Johnson, what are your thoughts on this? I mean, having heard what Mark has said, uh, you know, the, obviously the listeners disagree. There's uh, the majority of the listeners. people in a... Huh? Okay, go ahead. The, the uh, listeners on the AMP forum obviously have different opinions. And the majority responding to a poll have said that, oh, you ought to ban him. Two to uh, one. Yeah, but again, just because a majority yeah. say something doesn't mean anything right. doesn't to It me. doesn't mean this, right? No. Sure, Democracy doesn't. Talk Live! Yeah. <laughs> uh, will, will you weigh in on this coming up here in a moment? Sure. All right, more coming up here uh, in moments, because I'm looking for input, and you're welcome to to give it here at 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. To ban somebody from Free Talk Live seems anathema to the whole kind of point of the show. Uh, but then again, I've got hosts that are having a mutiny.
1: A funny thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Modern advertisers have been trained to look for trackability in their advertising, and web search ads are great for that. They also help you get the consumer that's looking for products like yours in the moment. But they're expensive, and they do nothing to convince people to try your product segment in the first place. They help you get a bigger piece of the pie, but branding mediums like radio grow the pie itself. Free Talk Live's on more than 150 stations, and we can help advertisers with little budgets and big ones. Send me an email, mark at freetalklive.com. It's mark at freetalklive.com.
0: It's Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free, bring up whatever you want. Our number here, 855-450-FREE. We're talking about a move that would be unprecedented uh, here on Free Talk Live, and it's it's something that I think deserves on-air discussion. It has been being discussed in the free talk live amp forums by the way with you in the studio tonight it's ian and johnson and mark we're going to come back around to the christian version of isis you've got that story mark we started it in the last hour and ended up talking about weed and uh bitcoin in, instead and then it's our
2: what james is the christian version of isis <laughs> oh
0: well he in his own mind uh maybe but uh, thankfully he doesn't act on a lot of the you know, the things that he says uh, so you're referring to James in Arizona, who is a longtime caller of the show, and he's he's burned so many uh, bridges, I guess you could say, or, or has burned down his his welcome, uh, so to speak, with his threatening behavior, uh, just general, you know. And when obsession. you say
1: threatening, you don't mean he seems like a person who might issue a threat.
0: No, he's actually issued threats. Yes. Like uh, and suggested you've got a he's whole going web- to
1: use your head for a
0: basketball. Things um, like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Presumably cut off. There's a variety of them, and yeah. you've actually cataloged uh, not not all of them, but uh, a good chunk of Enough them. Enough
1: of them that any police investigation would call it assault.
0: Yeah, you've cataloged them all over on a Facebook page called "Things James Wittekind Says." So anybody who wants to see what some of this thing, you know, some of the things this guy has sent to us, uh, you may do that. He's you know busily hammering out uh, angry screeds over uh, Skype as we speak. So the discussion has been right. Free talk
1: live. He's been victimized here. He can't call in.
0: uh, You know, and he already did call in. Yeah, he called in,
1: and then he couldn't follow the rule of not issuing a threat. And then twice, and and then he's gone.
0: Right, and so what I've decided to do here already is to put some restrictions on uh, James as far as. You know, he can't call and whine about something that happened to him on the show in the past because that's frequently what he calls about, like 99% of the time. Uh, and then he can't issue any threats. And so those were the two rules that I put down tonight. Normally we don't put any rules on callers because normally most callers get it and they're you know they're not completely uh, incoherent and they're able to at least have a conversation and don't call about the same thing 20 times in a row. And I don't think that's an unreasonable restriction of, yeah, it's Free Talk Live. You can call in about anything you want. Just don't call about the same damn thing every single time. I don't think that's unreasonable. It's a restriction we've had in the past, and we're bringing we're bringing it back. But I wanted to ask you, Johnson, because there's obviously some people like Mark has said that's not good enough. He's not even going to talk to him. Uh, and Mark is the second host now to make such a statement. Daryl has had that policy about James. He's taken off his headphones. Mark, you've also begun taking off your headphones. Well, so because he says have- he's good. At baiting me. Um, That's like, true. Yeah, I've, I remember in the past you said you were going to stop talking to him, and then you started talking. So to I'm him. So I'm just going to take the cans
1: off, and because he'll That's lie. That's industry
0: slang for but, headphones. Yeah, uh,
1: he'll lie about what he's done in the past, um, and then you know I immediately want to correct him because to me the truth yeah. is important.
0: Sure. No, I understand. Yes, you have been successfully baited by uh, by this man in the past for sure. <laughs> Uh, so so you would like to see him banned entirely. Uh, a number of listeners on our Amplifier forum on Facebook would also like to see him banned for a variety of reasons. Yep. And
1: amplifiers, people who have uh, put a financial stake in Free Talk Live. Other
0: Amplifiers say, nope, it's Free Talk Live. He should be able to call in. About half uh, as
1: many as say yes.
0: Again, irrelevant how many are saying uh, one way or the other, but people have different opinions about this and that's what's important. So Johnson is a longtime host of the show, someone who's been on, you know, countless times with James calling in just wondering what you would have to say about this whole don't discussion. Right, <laughs> I mean, thanks for that. Yeah,
2: it's really what it comes down to. I mean, no, no, seriously. Like when he calls for me, I, I've not had the problem with him the, mm-hmm. the the other. You know, like oh, I can't take my headphones off because James is calling in. Yeah,
0: I don't care personally I either. Mean, I I'll, would just go ahead threaten me. Whatever. Yeah, I would
2: just take the you know like a few minutes. I actually really enjoy Joyce when he calls in because I have like, the flawless ability to make him extremely angry, like very fast. Mm. <laughs> he, well, he's already angry. I know, usually but, when he but calls I, I tend to like set him off. really real quickly. And, uh, and he you know it's fun because i like making fun of him because he's a, a loser so would you he's say like that... a, he's a loser and he's a mean loser yeah so it's like sort of like fun to just make him angry because he's a mean loser and it's like bad people like that deserve to be treated badly um if anybody does and uh well i'm not sure I that get that to I... do it you know i get happiness out of it as at his expense <laughs> you know like that... i get to i get to make people laugh i get to laugh we all get to laugh yeah. at, the, at the the clown james wittekind who has nothing better to do do than to call uh these radio shows with really nothing important to say and nothing like not really to have any kind of like point yeah. in participating in the conversation other than to advertise and broadcast the fact that he's a super loser with like no real life you know well, like
0: zing shots okay. fired so was it- uh, so would you say hold on mark so would you say then that uh, the restrictions are unnecessary even any restrictions at all on james are unnecessary uh,
2: if the host some people like, say they turn the show know. off yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, and I mean, if the hosts are also, you know, if they're hosts that don't want to participate, I don't know, like, I, I don't know, I guess, you know, you're approaching it from your angle as, as somebody who's got to, you know, set this up or whatever, but I, uh, I I'm, I'm even having a hard time thinking about, like, what I would do in your shoes, like, I guess, well, that's, I guess that's how I'm thinking of it, is what, what would I do in your shoes, I would insult insult him. And, and I just insult him and have fun with him, fun yeah. with him. but you've kind of turned free talk live into a show that doesn't do that anymore
1: you know like i feel like
2: oh, old please. free talk live from Ian like 10 years ago
1: messing with crazy people he had mr tack pans on um, yeah but i
0: don't insult them no yeah yeah no Ian you just do like
1: to,
2: to i mean there was a time when you would have done that like yeah. 10 years ago i think you know like maybe I don't a know. long time ago um i'm definitely with, not the with, with, same person yeah, I yeah asked exactly that. you know and and now it's all about love and and You know, flowers and whatever. But, you know, some people don't deserve that kind of treatment. And James is definitely one of them. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, i that's how I would handle it. But, again, this is not really my show. That's not really what the show is about at this point. And, um, you know, so so you have to kind of come at the the approach. So you don't
0: don't feel strongly one way or another about what happens to James. (laughs) Fair enough. Toll-free number tonight. If you want to weigh in here, you're welcome to. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Let's go to Michael. He's on Skype. Michael, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Johnson and Mark.
5: Well, howdy, y'all. I wanted to uh, call and chime in a little bit about the uh, potential banning of that one caller. But First, I wanted to actually follow up on a call that I had made a couple of weeks ago. Okay, sure. Um, I had found a letter that uh, Reporters Without Borders had signed on with, and a couple of other civil liberty groups, um, urging the Department of Homeland Security to not uh, request for uh, uh, people entering the country to have to turn over usernames and passwords for social media accounts. Mm-hmm. And the the conversation that I was calling about that referred back to that letter, everything was really just uh, just questions. There was really no sort of definitive word on whether or not DHS would be requiring uh, usernames and passwords as a condition of entering the country. Well, this morning the Wall Street Journal was reporting that indeed White House officials are starting to really consider asking for social media usernames, passwords, <laughs> cell phones, financial records as, as one of these conditions. And it's it's been interesting because this conversation started back on February 7th and there has been – very little, if any, conversation about these, uh, about this, this measure of extreme vetting. That's disturbing. Now, yeah,
0: you're talking about from American, uh, so-called citizens coming back into the
5: U.S. Or right. it's or been or done, foreigners. So, <laughs> for, for foreigners, it's the, the, the best that I can, I can gather. I don't, I don't have the full Wall Street Journal article. It's behind a paywall. Yeah, but they do that. But just from some of the info I've been, I've been gathering online in the past hour or so, um, uh, it, it would be affecting anybody applying for a visa. Hmm. Well,
1: it, um, the th- they've been take, getting uh, passwords and stuff from um, Americans uh, for some time. It's just whenever they feel like it, and that's a different uh, story than sort of making it a policy.
5: Yeah, and, and that's what I think is, is being considered by the White House now is making it a long-term policy. Just, you know, for, you know, screw worrying about people from seven countries, six countries. All of them is what it sounds like.
1: Yeah. I, I wonder why a guy like Trump, who uh, obviously has done a great deal of international travel, would possibly want to make it any more difficult. I mean there's
0: nothing – It won't be difficult for him. He's got his own jet.
1: Yeah, right. And we've we've read in the past that basically the TSA, it's it's a pass if you have your own personal jet.
0: So um, the rich really don't have to deal with that stuff. Uh, Would that still
5: affect your visa? Well,
0: okay. Stand by, Michael. We'll uh, bring you back for this. I did pull up I did pull up a Fortune magazine story, which sort of summarizes the Wall Street Journal piece. So maybe we can get a little bit more. Uh, Out of that here, our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. You can comment on the border. You can comment on crazy caller policy. You can bring up anything that you want here. This is Free Talk Live. Free Talk Live, you can join us here, toll free, 855-450-FREE, that's 855-450-3733, and we've got Skype, so Skype on in here at username lrn.fm. Try out the MyPillow for half off by going to MyPillow.com and using code FTL. You have get- you
2: ever seen Mike Lindell's commercial yet? Have you still not no, seen No, I that?
0: probably should watch it, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't need to see it. I love the MyPillow. I already have it. It's wonderful. Um, but I'll, I'll I'll try to do that on your yeah. recommendation, Johnson. Uh dot Yeah, I never honestly I'd never heard of My Pillow because I don't watch TV, so I don't oh, okay. see uh, television commercials. I hear they have a very big TV ad campaign. Uh, Mark, you brought yeah. it to the table and you said, "Here, try this pillow out," and it's been great. I've I've had it for more. I think just probably about a year. I would yeah, say. Yeah, they right, contacted us
1: um, regarding uh, you know doing a a deal, and which and, is awesome. I mean, you know, to my opinion, you want to send free pillows. Sure, send free pillows. Yep. I mean, I had no necessarily, um, you know, belief that we were going to advertise my pillow, mm-hmm. and I'd point out. Oh, so they sent the pillows before the, the ad deal. Before the ad okay. deal was ever struck, we got
0: pillows because yeah, I. Will- all I know is you gave me the my pillow and you said try I this. And he's out.
2: got a very distinctive voice too, so that's what I like about his commercials because he sounds a little Jesse bit Ventura like Jesse right? Ventura Lite. <laughs> it's like, hi, I'm Mike Lindell. My <laughs> patented <laughs> fill has been developed. It's just like you know, he's got that you know real strong minnesotan accent. Well apparently like, oh, it works
0: oh. because you know they've sold a few pillows. Okay. And uh, so Mark you were saying you provided these pillows and then we got the ad deal.
1: Right. Uh, and the ad deal is um they're not paying for the ads they're paying us every time somebody uses our coupons. So it's code. commission. Yeah, it's it's commission. And so that means essentially if we didn't believe in this and if our uh listeners
0: didn't buy them yeah. we wouldn't continue to do it and we've heard good things from our listeners as yeah. well those because well, they're
1: good pillows yeah, those who
0: have tried them uh now if for some reason you don't like it that's okay there's a 60 day money back guarantee meaning that uh, you ship it back to them and then they'll give you your purchase price back so really very low risk here to try out my pillow it's designed to fit to the shape of your body and hold your neck in the proper position and it does a great job of that but it's also washable so you can put it in your washer and dryer it's designed for that it's an amazing product i love it You can go get yours at half off with code FTL. That's code FTL, like Free Talk Live. For half off of MyPillow, go to MyPillow.com to get the deal. And it's also backed by a 10-year warranty. So, again, they really stand behind their product. And they believe in it because, well, it does what it says it's going to do, which is always nice when a product does what it says it's going to do. MyPillow.com, code FTL. As we go back to Michael, he's on the line. I don't know if I asked you where you were calling from. Michael, where are you tonight?
5: I am in Northeast Ohio. In Ohio. All right, go ahead with your thoughts. Well, uh, we were talking just before the break about that uh, uh, the White House kind of considering these extreme vetting measures of, oh, yeah. of people coming into the country, and um, something that I was looking at again—I don't have the Wall Street Journal article that came out today, but I'm looking up some summaries that uh, Newsmax eh, had on it. But um, something that they brought up that that I thought was interesting is—you know—not only would it be affecting, uh, potentially, be affecting people from. Uh, Countries related to terror or whatever But it also could include allies Like France, the UK um, which seems like it would put a bit of a, a damper on on um, you know tourism and things that this yes. a lot of a lot of towns and cities in this country kind of rely on.
1: Well, tourism, uh, international tourism, is down since nine eleven.
0: Yeah, I was about to bring that up. We and, reported on then, that this years is ago. going to make it worse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> right.
1: And so you could conclude one of two things: international tourists are scared of uh, coming to the United States because they will be um, uh, affected by terrorism. Or they don't want to deal with what is the most invasive, uh, you know, sort of pat downs and deal, things they have to deal with in the world uh, because Americans just react differently um, than the rest of
5: the world. It's one thing too to you know to to have a TSA agent you know running running his hands over your pants or your jacket, but it's another thing to have to turn over your cell phone oh, so yeah T- this is so super TSA invasive. Can go through and look through your contacts list like that's I, I I know I don't have to explain the Fourth Amendment to y'all it's it's pretty clear that at least Americans should be uh, secure with our it with our the, our private papers. the Bill of rights applies to everyone
0: it's not, not just the borders, for not Americans. just Americans. Yeah. it should apply to everyone but everywhere. Not at the borders. I understand that, there are, that but, they don't care about the Bill of Rights, Mark. I'm talking about the way it's supposed to be, in my mind. The Bill of Rights was not written specifically for Americans. It was but written you can't
1: in, run the Bill of Rights, you can't allow the Bill of Rights to stand if you're going to have an aggressive foreign policy. Do you understand that? Uh, yeah, if, that's if why you, they've
0: just decimated or
1: destroyed right. the, uh,
0: the Bill of Rights. But that's
1: what Republicans need to come to understand. I'm speaking as an elected Republican here, that if you You allow the drug war, and if you allow the war on terror, you necessarily must destroy the Constitution. That's right. You can't both. Don't forget the war on immigrants now too. Right. You can't both love the Constitution and love the military because the military, as the founders said from the very beginning, a standing military is antithetical to a free nation. So So if you look at you can love the military or you can love the Constitution,
0: but you can't can't love love both. both. Yeah, um, I'm glad you brought up Mark because I was going to mention it as well. That uh, international travel to the United States has is went down immediately after 9/11. We were talking about it on the air, you know, more than a decade ago. It was noted. I mean, it's a noticeable drop because we live in this you know world where communications are instant now. If you need to have a meeting, a business meeting. You don't need to fly into Vegas to do that. You can just have the meeting on Skype or Google Hangout or whatever. You don't need to come physically to that place. You know, it's the tradition that people would do that. But if you're going to get your pants pulled down and you're going to have your uh, rectum invaded or you're going to have your phone, uh, social media accounts poured over, it's not going to be worth it to To make
5: that journey, same thing. with... But when you've got a when you've got a, a student, though, an international student having to study here in the U.S. or or a U.S. student having to study abroad, that's still going to be affecting them the same way. They don't have to consider things like tourism well, by that point. Well, I mean, that's if you're
0: already studying in the U.S. You can choose to not study in the U.S. You're probably going to see international students dropping as a result of this. I, um, I don't
5: know. There, there, uh, there are plenty of. I actually, I'm thinking of one anthropology instructor that I have at my community college that has been running into these kind of of problems for the past uh, few months because she is, even though she is American, she doesn't look American, she looks brown. Mm-hmm. And so she has to worry about getting that same kind of type of scrutiny, yeah. traveling to her school in Canada where she's getting her Ph.D., and then coming here to the U.S. for her studies oh, and yeah. for her work part as well. It's going to put a real damper. I mean, some people are going to feel
0: like they have to because they've got business to take care of. But but yep. for the people that have the ability to choose, which is probably a good chunk of people who fly, uh, as we saw, a lot of people would drive instead of fly after yep. 9-11. I think that's still true. Domestic travel,
1: uh, air travel is down since right. uh,
0: 2001. Domestic too. travel down? I International travel down. I don't know if it's bounced back, though. I can't. If you're going to go on a vacation with the family, okay, and you don't live in the United States, there are dozens other countries that are viable options for vacationing. If you want to go to Disneyland, there are other Disneylands, right? <laughs> like, there's Disneyland Tokyo or uh, France. they got other ones out there. You don't have to go to Orlando or uh, or California to go to Disneyland. Uh, so there's plenty of other options out there, and people are going to say, well, hmm, do uh, you know, is going to Disneyland in America really worth the price? privacy invasion factor here is it really worth having our kids get felt up by the tsa agents uh no the the answers are going to be more and more often no it's not going to be worth it so i'm glad you brought the uh the the conversation to the table michael thanks for the call tonight uh here's the story by the way from fortune magazine the latest example of the trump administration's plan to introduce so-called quote extreme vetting unquote of visitors Border agents may soon demand foreigners turn over a raft of information from their phones, such as contact lists and social media accounts. Uh, We can tell you a little bit more about that. You can join us here as well. Our toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. Plus, we got to get back to the Christian version of ISIS. All that's on the way here on Free Talk Live. it's free talk live you can dial toll free and join us here our number is 855 fifty-five four fifty-free. that's 855-450-3733 skype on in here at username lrn.fm if you've been thinking about starting up your own website or blog but have yet to actually pull the trigger and get it done well we are going to make it easy for you hostgator is one of the top web hosting companies out there and they're offering a special deal to you as a Free Talk Live listener of 50% off that's 50 50% off of their regular hosting prices how do you get that price you go to hostgator.com/ftl And that's how you get started there. They make it easy because they've got a simple one-click easy installation for WordPress, plus a very intuitive and user-friendly control panel that puts the power of creation and the simplicity of use into your hands. Add to that 24-7 over the phone or live chat tech support as well as a 99.99% uptime rating, and uh, you'll find out HostGator is uh, indeed a group of pros. They're one of the top hosting companies out there, award-winning, as a matter of fact. HostGator.com slash FTL, like Free Talk Live to get the 50% off. That's HostGator.com slash FTL. Uh, We can talk more about the extreme vetting, the proposal from the Trump administration to have border agents demand that people turn over a, a bunch of information from their phones such as contact lists and social media accounts they claim they're going to be doing this to foreigners people coming into the u.s from outside of the country um but it's really only a matter of time before they start doing it more often to people from the sure. united states if they can do it to the other they can do it to you so we can get back into that coming up here uh, let's go to jarl's on the line in los angeles hey jarl's you're on free talk live
3: Good
8: afternoon. I think maybe the whole Trump thing with spying is—it's uh, already been done. They're just trying to ease us into it and uh, make it relax a little bit. But, yep. Uh, right. We have this. It would be in dark. Give up the show. You
0: know, we got a bad uh, connection with you here, Yarls. I'm gonna put you on hold. See if they, uh, if we can get that cleared up, and we'll try to bring you back. Meanwhile, let's go to Liberty Lover. He's in Ohio, I believe. Liberty Lover, are you with us? yes i am hey you're on the air go ahead
9: all right Uh, i wanted to know your opinion on something today a court in chicago apparently ruled that the civil rights act of 1964 applies to lgbt individuals just wanted to know your thoughts on
0: that meaning what
9: uh meaning that uh workplace discrimination that kind of thing uh Those kinds of protections for minorities are also put in place for LGBT individuals.
1: I think what um, that ruling does is it really strips um, the ability of not just people who are in whatever majority group people might choose, but people that are in minority groups, too, from making decisions. So, um, for instance, I don't know, um, maybe – Maybe a Chinese restaurant wants to be able to hire waiters and waitresses that are only Chinese, Mm -hmm. okay? Or maybe a a black restaurant, um, soul food restaurant, only wants to have black uh, ladies serving food. Um, Shouldn't they be able to do that? Right. Like, you know, there's theme restaurants. Yep. Th- these restaurants have a theme. Hooters. A Chinese. Right. I mean, you know, you can't go into Hooters as a, as a guy with a beer belly and uh, wait tables. <laughs> you might be able to sell. You might be able to make chicken wings in the back, but you're not going right. to be able to wait tables. And these in the same way, these other restaurants have a theme and their theme is we serve soul food. We serve, um, you know, uh, Chinese food and Maybe they will feel that's in some way that it's detracted from the customer's experience if they don't have uh, you know a, a person who you know properly looks like they belong uh, serving food. So these rules basically strip those businesses of being able to do such a thing. And I support a business being able to hire or fire anyone for whatever particular reason they want because of this reason. And there's a few more reasons, but this reason I think is uh, very uh, insightful is if I go to work for a business and then let's say my boss is uh, you know some some minority group that I dislike, right? I can say I, I you know I can walk into the office the next day, my new boss is sitting in there and say I don't like people like you, you stink, you smell bad, and there's everything about you makes me mad, okay? And I can throw my you know, whatever it is, the, whatever accoutrement I have for my, uh, my, my business on the desk and I could walk out and no one's going to sue me for be a bigoted employee, mm-hmm. but an employee and employer relationship is a two-way race street. A really good employee is worth a lot of money to a business. And I, I would hope that I would be a really good employee, um, but I should be able to decide where my labor is spent in the same way a business should be able to decide, you know, who they have for an employee.
9: Yeah. Sorry. The reason I brought this up is earlier. I'm going to withhold the identity of the individual, but I got into a pretty uh, fiery little debate about it. And their argument was, well, if they can't get a job, they are going to starve. So why should you be able to turn down somebody a job? Okay. So
0: I mean, look in in this day and age, the idea that somebody who's uh, you know LGBT can't get a job. If that's true, I would tell that person, you are living in the wrong place because there's plenty of uh, businesses that are more than happy to hire uh, LGBT people. And if it's that bad, if, if you live in such a bigoted place that you cannot find a job because every single manager out there is... Uh, you know, is bigoted against you, then why would you want to live in that place? Why would you want to work for somebody who has had to hire you because they're forced to by the threat of violence from the government? They are not going to make your life fun when you're at that job. It's not going to be a good time ever uh, in the you know the entire history of you working for that company until you finally throw up your hands and quit they're going to make your life as difficult as they possibly can I just don't understand this attitude of I'm owed something well, from somebody else right. who be- doesn't even
2: like but also me take, take be- it one step further I mean you know if you if you're gonna starve right like what if you can't find a job in general why shouldn't food just be free.
0: They, run, they, yeah. would, they would probably argue well, that right? you would also.
1: Uh, most of the time, they would say, "Of course, you can't understand. You haven't experienced it." I will point out that I'm a convicted felon, and I've managed to make a relatively good life for myself in the process. I may not know what it's like to be, you know, a uh, a, a crippled Asian Asian woman in a yeah. uh, wheelchair, but it's I hard have, to
0: get jobs as a felon. I, I have a reason. Or-
1: I have a reasonable idea of what it might be like to be discriminated against. Yeah, and. Uh, you know that's just the that's just the way it is to me there's no one cares that I'm discriminated against okay? right the world doesn't so-
0: owe you anything. And, uh, you know, again, it's just bewildering to me why somebody the way, want that. by the way, convicted felons in many cases can make very, very
1: good employees because they know they have to try harder. They know have, they have to show up a little earlier. They yep. know they have to have a better attitude. they got to prove it. They now, prove admittedly, themselves. some of my least favorite people in the world are convicts. Um, I'm not a big fan of these people. But I will say that if you pick the right one, um, you know, all things being equal, it can be a benefit.
9: Well, yeah, and that's a good point. You know, if you can't, if it's very difficult to get a job anyway, you know, you're going to try your absolute hardest because that very well could be the only job you're going to get. And
1: then you'll be the more valuable employee than somebody who would have a uh, the ability to get a job any old place.
9: Yeah, uh, appreciate the insight, guys. Uh, one more quick thing: you, you were talking about banning somebody from the air of the show. Uh, I'd say, as a listener, a nightly listener. If they're causing problems, I would vote in favor of that.
0: Thanks for the call, Liberty Lover. I appreciate hearing from you. The toll-free number here is 855-450-FREE. I understand where the anti-discrimination people are coming from. I mean, who doesn't want to feel comfortable at the place where right. they work uh, you wanna be in a place where, you know, you can enjoy being and that you don't feel like you're being hated upon. I'd but-
1: quit a job that said that I'm not gonna hire somebody based on yeah. um, you know, whatever ethnicity or whatever it is. Now look- I'm sorry, I'm
2: just I'm still just stuck. I'm just thinking, you know, with a with a wig and the right makeup I think we could get you that uh, that crippled Asian woman in a, in a
1: wheelchair. Look,
2: I mean, what about Hooters? Be, you'd kind of look like uh, Miss Swan, maybe from uh, Mad TV. Have you seen that? I'm you not know, familiar like, with it.
1: Okay. Can, my- can you get <laughs> me a job at Hooters, though? Because I know they bring it, bring
0: in the tips. So, um, tips of what? <laughs> so I think that you know discrimination. Sh- I agree with you, Mark. I think you said it very well. Discrimination should be legal in. Anywhere in well, the in discrimination a club, discrimination
1: goes on all the time. We're right. always discriminating. I decide one meal over another. Right. Um, I mean, you know, the fact that every woman on the planet won't have sex with me that's means they're choosing to discriminate. Or how about me. private
0: clubs, like you know, girls clubs or men's clubs or whatever? You know, there are certain clubs that exclude other people for good reason. They don't. They don't want right. a certain group. There. Some ladies want to work out in an exclusively female environment, and that's and they okay. should Be able to. Yeah, and that's okay. People should be able to make these choices. And those who are bigoted, like a man manager or owner, they should be able to express that so we can know. Free Talk Live. Dial toll-free. Join us on the radio here. Our number is 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. We do have Skype, and you can Skype on in here at username lrn fm tonight it's ian and johnson and mark we're gonna go back to your calls and thoughts we can talk about the border searches that might be getting more extreme coming soon to a border checkpoint near you uh also we've still got the story about the christian isis that we never finished mark that you brought up at the very beginning of yep. the show so hopefully we can come back around to that but your calls and thoughts here come first let's go to richard he's calling from the ozarks on via skype go ahead richard
10: Hey, how's it going, guys? What's on your mind? Well, I just thought I would chime in on the uh, James Woodekind controversy or discussion, if you will. For listeners that uh, that... don't
0: know, you're referring to a crazy caller who has been calling the show for years, has gotten to the point of uh, basically just calling about all kinds of perceived wrongs that have happened to him allegedly here on the show and threatening Mark Edge and other hosts uh, that are on this program. And there's a discussion going on actively about what to do about him. Some people want to see him banned. Go ahead with your thoughts.
10: Yeah, that guy. Well, I'm one of those people that when he comes on, I pretty much turn LRN off because it doesn't add any value from my perspective. I understand from your perspective, um, Ian, that uh, perhaps you get something out of it or you think that the show gets something out of the fact that, that there's some back and forth with him. But since he doesn't really listen, he's always on a one track mind in terms of the topic. I really don't think it provides much value to the show. And if you consider there's other people out there like me who tune the show off, you've got to look at opportunity costs that are missed or th- from the standpoint that <clears throat> what am I going to miss out? What what benefits to society might come come from hearing something on your show that I'm going to miss out on?
1: So um, I, I've heard people say this, and what we've tried to do is keep the guy's calls down to maybe 30 or 45 seconds. Um, he's usually not on for very long why is it that you feel like you need to turn them off right away? I mean, when it's usually such a small portion of Free Talk Live.
10: Well, first of all, I didn't say turn it off right away, but because I have seen plenty of times where you do dispense with them quickly. So I don't do it right away. Okay. But uh, if it goes on for very long at all, it's, it's very grinding. It doesn't provide any usefulness. It's a very negative thing, a very beats, negative tone. It
1: beats you for your cool, even as a listener?
10: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's, that,
1: I mean, the guy's excellent at that. It's it's uh, it's like his whole thing. I don't know where somebody with such a horrifying, uh, you know, set of autistic abilities would should get a job other than in talk radio. But um, you know, there people would want to listen to this guy. I've told him for years to put his own podcast together. Oh, I
0: would listen to it just to see what it what right, he right. talks so about. there are that
10: would listen. I do understand what you're saying about the fact that it's called Free Talk Live, but you know, freedom is not. Free. I mean, there's, there's, you have to have, you know, it's, it's, it's like you've got to have some kind of usefulness or value to get on the air, in my view, and, and yeah, it's, to, it's a way to voice for people to voice their vent their their frustrations, etc. But clearly, he's not providing much of anything. And so, Mark, I mean, Ian, you have several reasons here that have been voiced as to why. Uh, he should be banned one is is very many a lot of people don't provide he he doesn't provide a lot of value to many people and b you've got a you've got a host there that does provide a lot of value and he's being alienated and he's not the first one so the whole issue of the freedom to call in the show that's free talk live in my view is does not trump the is not important enough to keep a guy like that on that's just my view
0: all right, thanks for weighing in. I appreciate Thank hearing you. from you, Richard. The toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. Another thing is, is, if James called in
1: and uh, you know threatened or something like that, you'd have to make an explanation to the audience as to every time that you dumped him. Like if he broke some rule, you'd have to tell the audience the rules that James has. And like currently, Free Talk Live, um, you know, the name of the show basically gives all the rules that there are. Um, but if, you know, James calls in and then you've got to, Oh, well you threatened us. Oh yeah. Well, you uh, talked about some perceived slight from the past. You've got to step down from the, uh, the mm-hmm. show and that sort of thing in order to explain it. Otherwise people don't understand. If you just say dump and move on. Then you don't have to explain it, but if then it's still. You.
0: Well, I would think you would have to explain it. Well, because you have to explain
2: once every time. Free Talk Live. You know, if you were going to explain like that, Free Talk Live, you can call in about anything you want as long as you aren't James making Witt. threats over a series of you know years against the hosts.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like you know, yeah,
2: becomes, because otherwise
0: somebody's going to wonder. Well, why did they just hang up on that person?
1: Um, is for a dump? No, when, you uh, don't
2: have to tell people that you
1: hung up on. If I mean, you're on a radio, a dump isn't that noticeable. Um, it's just you know just a skip in audio. They really know what happened, that kind of thing. A podcast listener, a new podcast listeners may not understand what what happened, but, um, you know, that's that.
0: Yeah, I don't think that uh, you're going to be able to sweep this under the rug. I mean, that's what you're essentially arguing for at that point. I'm not uh, talking Mark. about sweeping it under the rug. I'm talking about keeping the flow of the show going as, as
1: easily as possible. In what way can you most easily keep the flow of the show going? Because that's what this guy's whole intent is. The reason he knows... How to call? We have informed him over the course of years how to be a talk uh, show caller. We have praised him when he's done well on multiple occasions. I've bought in guests that I knew that he would be good at dealing with, you know, just to make him a better caller. This evil person wants to to uh, you know derail the show as the best in the best way he possibly can, mm-hmm. and does it every time. You know, he's, like, sitting there, like, Br'er Rabbit, please don't push me in the the thorny patch. He wants to be treated this way. Otherwise, he wouldn't start the same way every time. I don't think he's crazy as much
0: as he is an a-hole. Let's continue here. We got Phil on the line in Michigan on Skype. Go ahead, Phil. Phil?
6: Can talk about wit some more? Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> hello?
0: Yeah, you're right here. you hear? Me? Okay, yeah, good. we got gotcha. you. So,
6: so, uh, why, uh my, my keep put around you know the last caller said that he didn't see much value in wit and I, I do see some value in wit um the value i see in wit is that he provides me some humor whatever he calls up i just get a good laugh out of out of listening to him and I, it's I, funny I to like,
0: listen to crazy people i mean i agree with you there i agree with you there I, so it's just like, like, like with the flat back earthers i mean the flat it. earthers don't provide any real value uh but you know some people like to listen to crazy Oh yeah,
6: so you know, like I said, when he comes on, I'll re-roll re- re- the segment and listen to him again.
0: You'll re-roll the segment. Okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because yeah. I'm a podcast listener. Right, right. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Like that, someone who would actually rewind the show. You don't have to just re-roll to listen. It. Just
1: wait till the next show. He'll call in again <laughs> and say the same thing.
0: So, uh, so uh, let me clarify then, Go. Phil. Would you say that there should be no restriction on James? Because right now, there's the restriction of no threats. And uh, you know, I, I tried to I tried to have a middle ground of you know no threats, no calling and whining about stuff that happened in the past, uh, but that basically eliminates all of his point of calling. So like, should should I not have done it eliminates that?
6: Eliminates half the humor. It eliminates half the humor too.
0: I mean, he's not going to adhere to it, so you know.
1: I think you could answer the phone, and it's uh, James from Arizona. Now, remember, James, no threatening and no uh, you know perceived slights from the past or something, and then the caller would know, um, or the, the listener would know immediately that this guy has special rules. I think that's a possibility that you could do.
6: That's that's possible too. You know, a special answer just for James. But anyways, I'm going to, to say to give my two cents. he is
1: but a I'm special also, man. There's also going to be an interruption in the show as I say I'm taking my headphones off. You know, and then well, you don't to be like,
0: need to. You can just be quiet about it. No, I mean Daryl didn't I announce couldn't. it every single time. Yep, he just took his headphones <laughs> off.
1: Well, I'm in radio, and I'm supposed to create theater of the mind. Part of the theater of the mind in this case is that I'm taking my headphones off. Like people It's irrelevant.
0: It's irrelevant. I mean, if you wanted you to, if you wanted to be to go by faster mark, then you shouldn't say that. Then you should just you know take your headphones off and let me handle the the call.
6: I remember one call uh, in particular where Mark was talking to him, and or Ian was talking to him, and Mark's face. you could, you see Mark's face like light up from like like five seconds? It goes from white to like red.
0: Yeah, I get a, I I, I'm
1: a red faced angry man. See, my There's view no of doubt. it is
0: you let him. He gets to you, like, like he's so? gotten to you, and acknowledging that, and and by not you know participating you're acknowledging that that he's gotten to you
1: absolutely ian i'm acknowledging that this insane man who's threatened to kill my nine-year-old child has gotten to me and i'm asking you you know like i've i've said look it's not just him it's the person who enables
6: him to so Uh, i think i think he's one of the world's biggest trolls
1: oh yeah he's i well i i don't think he's gonna do anything about it if he was he'd have done it years ago
0: you don't think he's for real you don't think he really is as crazy as he sounds
6: uh, oh, you know, I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure he's crazy. As far as you know, the threat being be incredible or not, I guess that would be up to the person that's receiving the threat, the, the threat to decide. But uh,
0: yeah, I don't think I there's think, any easy uh, any easy answer here. here.
6: Here's the thing. Here's the thing. He's so drunk he couldn't figure out a way to get to New Hampshire.
0: No, he can't. I mean, he spends all his money on alcohol. Probably, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not worried about That'll it. that will
6: piss him off for sure, right there.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Well, he's already mad. I mean, he's been fuming the whole show. I'm sure he's hammered out ten more mess. Oh no, five more messages on, uh, on <laughs> Skype for us here. Uh, hey, uh, thanks for weighing in, Phil. Like I said, you know, you can't make everybody happy here. Uh, people don't. People hate the guy. Somebody's one gonna be disappointed. For, one thing's for sure: people feel strongly about James in Arizona. I mean, they they feel strongly uh, about him. Thank you for the call. I appreciate Fair hearing fun. from you. Uh, I'm not you know still I'm not sure what to do about this I've I've put on these restrictions as sort of a midpoint and maybe you know we could do the temporary ban like we did with James or with Dave in New York sometimes he doesn't call for two weeks well the temporary ban could last for two months more coming up here it's free talk live why did you move to the shire
3: I moved here to the shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do
0: I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now.
3: I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be.
6: I've always wanted to change the world. So I moved to the Shire to join people who were actually working towards doing the same thing.
3: The people here are awesome, loving, and positive.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up what you want here as we launch into the third hour of the program. We can still talk about ISIS, specifically a Christian version of ISIS, uh, plus the border controls. And Johnson wanted to tell us tonight a secret to emotional control that most people don't know about. So I'd like to get to that, too. Of course, your calls and thoughts come first. We're going to go to Jarls again. We're going to try him out. Uh, He's uh, supposedly on a clearer connection here, according to our board operator. Jarls, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian Johnson and Mark, and you're calling from Los Angeles. Go ahead.
8: Wonderful, gentlemen. Am I coming in, clear? So
0: far. Go ahead with your thoughts.
8: Okay. Well, I've been uh, looking up at the sky since I was a little boy, and I've been noticing that these lights are moving, the sun and the moon and the stars. And I'm, I'm, I've been told that the giant Earth moves below, but I don't seem to, to believe it.
0: Uh-huh. So, you don't believe that the Earth moves?
8: Correct. I mean, be, I believe there's some vibration to it, but mm-hmm. I don't believe uh, it's moving uh, 66,000 miles per hour.
2: So, don't believe th- that the universe is expanding outward uh, from the center, uh, <laughs> from the Big Bang? Oh, who told you this? Uh, scientists from science class.
8: Okay, so they told you that uh, everything's expanding away.
2: Yes, there was a theory that they came up with called the Big Bang, that the universe expanded from a single explosive uh, force that occurred uh, something like
1: four trillion years ago.
8: And I've always wondered what the universe could be condensed into if it's the universe.
1: a softball, apparently.
8: Right, but what is that universe inside?
1: I don't know, Space?
8: But if space is the universe, how could it create itself?
1: Well, um, I guess the universe is all the stuff that's in space. So um, if you know all those uh, molecules manage to get down into one spot, you just have a bunch of
0: space. Well, space ask, is
2: also time and energy. So
0: to ask how, okay, that. how to ask how it created itself is one of the greatest questions you know known to man, right? Like, there's no real good answer for that. Now is there. Okay.
8: But but then is the sun and the moon moving away from us?
0: Yes. You mean are the sun and the moon moving away? I don't away? think
1: that they're uh they're I mean, you know, the earth is orbiting around the sun uh, is the notion and then the moon orbits around the earth. They keep a relatively um static uh, distance from these uh these bodies. Are you saying that you don't think that the earth circles the sun? This is what I'm not clear on. I
8: Okay, let me let me be crystal. I don't believe the Earth is moving. I okay. think the Sun and Moon are moving as well as those lights, the star lights.
2: Okay, so you believe in a, because, a, a geocentric universe?
8: Oh yes, if that's what they're labeling it.
2: Yes, that's what they labeled but, it during. Uh, that's yes, that's <laughs> what they labeled it during the Dark Ages. Yes, <laughs> he's that's, that going what back to the Dark Ages. We're yes, Mark going back Moore's.
1: to below, b- before Galileo
2: oh, and so
8: Copernicus. We're, we're in the light. We're in the light ages
1: now. Well, I've got a well, cell phone, relatively. and uh, I can turn on the, the... I
2: mean, people aren't being thrown in the, you know, the Iron Maiden anymore, and you know, they aren't being rolled down hills. Well, and, you know... Do you think
1: Galileo deserved it?
2: <laughs> well,
8: I think Galileo has a lot of history that maybe we don't know about. Okay. And I think a lot of these men uh, maybe had some women friends that could have been telling them things as well. Have you heard the Einstein theory that his wife wrote things?
1: I have. Yeah. No, what's this now? The theory that you know, uh, I'm not sure. I
0: said it was it's sort a of theory. a lot of
8: what's yes, the theory that she wrote relativity.
0: Really? Oh, interesting. No, I'm not. Well. If it's coming from this guy, I wouldn't necessarily believe it. But uh, Mark, hey, you've actually I mean, heard this. I don't believe it. I mean, More.
2: Einstein worked at a patent office for his life. I mean, right? I mean,
1: there's somebody always yeah. out there willing to, uh, you know, to, to to beat to to whittle their own uh, stick on this. Um, so, I mean, if your if your stick is that women are important, relevant, and uh, you know, powerful and just as good as men, or whatever.
8: Oh no, that's not my stick.
1: Yeah, I understand, you know, but somebody would necess- somebody out there that's their shtick, and you know they could say, "Hey, you know, eh. his wife could have done it," and then it turns into this urban legend. I'm or just
2: willing to entertain the notion that you know sure. that that relatively relativity was written by somebody other than a government patent clerk. Hmm. That's the only reason why I'd be willing to entertain it because it's fun. But so, Jarls, just to be clear,
0: problem. you're not a flat earther. You just believe the uh, yeah. spherical Earth does not move. It does not rotate around the sun, nor does it itself uh, rotate.
8: Well, I, I, just to, just to be clear again, I, I don't know if it's a globe. I don't think we're spinning because have you seen the solar analemma?
2: Oh, so we're not spinning either, right? He believes I don't know what the, the
8: solar
1: like. analemma is
8: the solar analemma is the path the sun makes in one year. It is an infinity pattern.
1: Mm-hmm. It keeps on doing yeah,
2: it. it goes, yeah,
8: so, it keeps on doing
2: it. One thing that's conveniently happening this year that doesn't happen very often is a solar eclipse.
0: Now, what does that mean? Oh, of
2: course. How do you explain
0: well, that? What is, it, what is a solar is eclipse? Is the
2: sun moving between the Earth and the moon? <laughs> no, I, I think
8: if the moon and the sun are, are relatively closer than what we're told, uh, they're still moving. It's just not uh, the distances that we say. And solar eclipses don't happen just once a year. Oh, no. And they happen for different parts of the year on Earth.
0: All right. What's the solar eclipse? I'm sorry. You're going to have to refresh me on this. Solar eclipses when the moon... Oh,
8: you mean the solar analemma.
0: Okay. I'm just asking, what's the solar eclipse? There's a bunch of different types of eclipses. Can we be clear on exactly what... There's two types of eclipses. Yeah.
1: A solar eclipse is when the moon passes between the Earth and the sun. Uh A lunar eclipse is when the Earth passes between the sun and the moon.
0: Gotcha. And then the, that's when the, the sun or the Earth casts a shadow onto the moon. Let me ask sun. you
1: this. Why yeah. have we been lied to like this? Why did Mr. Anderson lie to me in science class in oh. high school?
8: Well, maybe he didn't know he was lying. If he was taught the same things we were taught, sure. then you, it just keeps going down the line.
1: Well, there, you've got to admit Sorry. there are some people that are telling lies, and NASA even has, like, a camera oh, running it out in the um, International Space Station or whatever, where you can see things happening all the time. I mean, there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, CG design um, graphics that are going on. Well, not on. even
8: that. But you have to question the people living in that machine, how the body would uh, adapt to that sort of environment. In mm-hmm. a microgravity, I don't see how our uh, saliva or any fluids could maintain that.
0: Okay. So he doesn't believe
1: there's anyone there. So there's no one there? I don't I don't think so. I I've think, seen a I lot of – I used to live in Co- um, by Cocoa Beach uh, – not in Cocoa Beach, but I used to live by Cocoa Beach where Cape Canaveral is. And they're setting up a lot of rockets to trick us when they could just say that uh, NASA was down in Antarctica. You know, they could have just lied, put it down in Antarctica. Oh,
8: I'm not disputing the rockets. I'm thinking maybe they can go certain uh, elevation. But they come back but down. You don't see them
0: when they come back down, I Mark.
8: Yeah and you see you see the trajectory uh of the time lapses and they're they're tremendously curving.
0: You know, I bet that uh, I bet it be kind okay. of it would be kind of fun to I mean I don't want to do it on the air but it might be kind of fun to watch the flat earthers uh, go up against this guy. Oh, he's much better. Yeah. You think he's better than the flat earthers? Oh uh, yeah,
1: like he doesn't—he he has an answer for everything. And for one, when was the last time you heard the term solar analemma? Right, I never heard I of mean, it. You know, the guy's not an idiot. Um, he's uh he, he he's got a theory, the best I can tell,
0: and he believes it very theory- well, thoroughly. Well, bounce I don't know they if he's an idiot, off but him he's like rubber bullets. I don't know if he's an idiot, but he's ignoring. No, I'm not claiming he's an idiot. Mountains the of well, evidence. With all respect, we're
8: all an idiot at something.
0: That's true. We're all (laughs) ignorant about something. Um, But, you know, to ignore the mountains of evidence and, you know, testimonials out there that, you know, refute your claims is kind of dumb. Plus, his
1: his transatlantic accent makes him sound that much smarter, too.
8: I'm not blatantly uh, dismissing all the evidence. I'm just looking at it more thoroughly and finding some contradiction.
0: And what's the contradiction?
8: Well, like I said, the infinity pattern for one. They say it's from our You believe
0: kill. the sun moves, dude. There's no, you yes, know. That's ridiculous. Know, Wait, have you ever
8: have you ever played with a spirograph? Uh Please, remind me what a spire
2: graph is A spire graph is the, it's an odd like, little shaped device where you put a pencil in it and you rotate it around. It's 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 within a circle, right? So you have a circle, right? Much oh, It's yes. like an orbit, and then there's a shape, and you put a pencil in one of the ends of, say, a triangle, right? And then when you rotate this triangle around the circle, it draws it makes much inf- like—it almost looks like an infinity symbol, but it's it's it rotates, in and in you keep drawing it. It'll shape. draw like a spiral pattern, and that's why it's called a spiral graph. Um, and so when you think of the, analemma, <laughs> the analemma. and you think of the fact that the earth is on an axis and rotating around the sun it makes perfect sense
0: thanks for the call Jarls or Jarls appreciate it uh, toll free number here 855-450-FREE that's 855-450-3733 I'm convinced
2: The infinity symbol is basically a spirograph.
0: We're going to continue, and you can share your thoughts with us here. Orbits
2: are not perfectly
0: aligned. On Free Talk Live. Coming up, secret to emotional control that most don't know about. It's Free Talk Live. It is Free Talk Live. And you can dial in toll-free and join us here. Our number is 855 Free. 855 450 3733 You know, we're going to get back to the ISIS thing, but I wanted to change gears here for a little bit and uh, talk about what Johnson had brought in to discuss here tonight. The secret to emotional control that most people don't know about. We're going to get into that. Your calls and thoughts welcome. Also, don't forget, you can save big time on your purchases at Amazon by going to saveitpurse.com. If you've got cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. If you don't, sorry, you can't save big time on your purchases. So this is a good reason to start investigating Bitcoin if you have not yet taken the time to do so because I'm dead serious here. You can save 20% easily on pretty much every purchase you make at Amazon. That's been my experience recently at SaveItPurse.com. I saved as much as 33%. Recently, because I was really patient with one item. The the higher the price you request discount, the longer it might take to fulfill the order. But most of the time, 20% that gets fulfilled within a day of me putting it up on the site. Right. Your your choice to not get into cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin, is costing you and your family every day. Right. So uh, you can learn more about Bitcoin, of course, at Bitcoin.com. But they do accept other alternatives to Bitcoin, some of the altcoins through their shapeshift option at uh, Save It Purse. Save at Purse. You go to Save dot Purse.com. You can get started there. It's super easy to do. I've been doing it for like two years and more than two years. And it's been fantastic. I've saved about $1,700. I just checked the statistics a couple of days ago on how much I've saved. It's all stuff I was going to buy anyway. So why not save 10%, 20% on the stuff that you want to get? Go to SaveItPurse.com. SaveATPurse.com as we continue with your calls and thoughts. we got a Michael. He's in Orlando. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Michael. Hello, Michael. In Orlando. Going once. Michael in Orlando. Going twice. We're going to put Michael back on hold. Maybe he's in a bad cell. Johnson, uh, psychology blog. Is that where we're going here? That's right. Yep. All right. What do you got? Okay, so it's the secret to emotional control that most people
2: don't know, and it's, you know, one of these things, I th- thought this was a particularly good one because it's really sort of obvious, but it's it's simple, and uh, but it's, it is something that I don't think that most people know or get. All right. Um, so better emotional control, it's linked to lower levels of depression and anxiety, um, and the key to emotional control is to be flexible, new research finds. So if you think about, you know, when you are feeling the least sort of in control of your emotions- mm-hmm. There are usually situations where your uh, control and freedom is kind of limited right i mean that 's when you st- you 're frustrated most people start to get you know emotionally kind of out of control
0: yeah your options are are restricted, so you're
1: you you 're run by your emotions as opposed to right. you running your emotions right exactly
2: so and that 's just you know naturally there so how how do people who deal with their emotions better how do they deal with those situations right? Well, people with lower levels of depression and anxiety tend to vary their emotional control strategy successfully depending on whether the situation can be explained. Dr. Peter Koval, one of the study's authors, said, Our results caution against... A one-strategy-fits-all approach, which may be tempting to recommend based on many previous findings regarding reappraisal, as a strategy for regulating emotion. Simply using any given emotion regulation strategy, more or less in all situations, may not lead to the best outcomes. Instead, contextually appropriate emotion regulation may be healthier. So let me explain, because I know that was probably complicated. Um, For the research, people were tracked over a week. They were asked to indicate how they managed their emotions, and how much control they had over the situation. People with the highest levels of mental health tended to change their strategy more based on how much control they had. So in other words, um, when, you know, control was increased or reduced, they changed strategies. So people who were tended to change how they managed their emotional control or their, their emotional, um,
1: how they explained it to themselves. Right, how
2: they manage their emotions based on, in other words, I've got a lot of control of this situation. I'm going to manage my emotions this way. I've got very little control of this situation. I'm going to manage my emotions a different way. Okay. So they manage their emotions very differently depending on their level of control in a situation. So you might, you know, for example, um, you know, we, we know some people would probably go into like dealing with a cop or a government situation uh, and they might not change their emotional managing management strategy at all, and they just have emotional outbursts and freak out, and that's not a very good strategy for dealing with that situation. That's mm-hmm. not going to get you ahead in life. Um, now, that might work um, in situations where they've got a lot of control over the situation, though, where they do have a lot of control, you know, and they they are able to deal with the situation. Maybe that get, ends up getting them their way a lot, but. If they don't vary their strategy, it becomes a problem.
0: I see. So they
2: say, okay, so when they had less control, this is what the article says. When they had less control, in other words, they couldn't change things. They tended to reappraise the situation. Reappraisal involves thinking about a situation in a different way, e.g., I've been rejected romantically, but at least I tried. Maybe next time I'll be more lucky. But when they had more control, in other words, they could do something about the situation, they tended to avoid thinking differently. The study's authors write, We found that people with higher well-being increased their use of reappraisal as context became less controllable, whereas individuals with lower well-being showed the opposite pattern. The reason reappraisal is bad when you have control is that it stops you from doing something about the situation, The study's author has explained when a situation can be directly changed, reappraisal may undermine the adaptive function of emotions in motivating action.
0: So when you're talking about reappraisal, you're talking about are you reappraising your options or are you reappraising your emotional emotional. approach?
2: Emotional approach. So, for example, uh, like they said in the example, I've been rejected romantically, but at least I tried. Maybe next time I'll be more lucky.
0: As opposed to maybe the default of, darn that dratted person who rejected me and being angry about it. So,
2: uh, so I, I'm going to bring up an example because I'm watching The Office currently, and there's two characters in The Office because I, I have the American one, the American one, uh-huh. and I've never actually watched The Office before. But these these two characters, and I don't think I'm ruining anything because it's very early on in the show. Um, named Jim and Pam, and yep. Jim sort of has this thing for Pam, and uh, he she's gotten engaged or she's engaged in the show. She's kind of been engaged since the beginning of the show to
0: someone who's not Jim,
2: but at one point yeah. Jim, uh, you know, intimates to another coworker, of the office that, uh, he, uh, you know, has interest in her. Mm. And so the guy, but he says, but she's engaged, you know, so he's rejected romantic
0: options are and so limited.
2: In this situation, I've been rejected romantically, but at least I tried. Maybe next time I'll be more lucky. But the, the other character, his coworker says, she's just engaged. That's not, you know, that's not taken forever. She's not married. That's don't don't give up. Like don't ever give up. And so then he he then he reappraises, mm-hmm. and so he goes through that reappraisal process and thinks, you know, maybe I do have options. Maybe there is something I can do about this. So that would be reappraising when he does actually have control to take a different set of actions. But because uh, in this you know example, the person uh, just they they just changed their you know they just said ah well you know i've been rejected and maybe i'll be more like next time i'll be more lucky um they're kind of giving up their control of the situation that are not they're not they they just reappraised but then didn't they just assume that they don't have control so that's where it would be bad hmm okay um so uh they say okay so um when a situation can be directly changed, reappraisal may undermine the adaptive function emotions have in motivating action. Right. So, if you can change a situation, right, if you just reappraise, then you're not going to be motivated. You it takes away that motivation.
0: Um, Let's continue it, with this here yes. in moments. Yeah. Uh, the toll free number here is eight fifty five four fifty free. I I find it a little confusing. Um, Well, we'll talk about it. So, yeah, I want to get a little further further into this here and get Mark to weigh in. Uh, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves. If you want to weigh in on this, you're welcome to. It's Free Talk Live. It's Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want here. The toll free number is 855 450 free. That's 855 450 3733. And we've got Skype. So Skype on in here. Join the show at Skype username LRN.FM with you tonight. It's Ian. And Johnson. And Mark. Don't forget, you can help support Free Talk Live by shopping with us. You just go to shop.freetalklive.com and our Amazon through the links you'll find there Amazon UK, Amazon US, Amazon canada you click into the right amazon for you and get your shopping taken care of free talk live gets a portion of the purchase price so for those of you without bitcoin then this is your best option uh it's you know your same regular old amazon prices and uh and they're great shipping deals and everything it's just that free talk live gets cut a portion of the sale when you go through shop.freetalklive.com as we continue here johnson you got a little bit more from the psychology blog and uh, let's see here. This is actually... The link you gave me is from... Oh, okay. Spring.org.uk. Yeah, it's a psychology blog. Okay, Sign got blog. it. Side blog. Side blog.
2: Yeah, the they have a very to- weird URL. I don't understand their URL, but
0: whatever. The secret to emotional control most people don't know. It's been a little obscure so yeah. far for I whatever reason. I think the last
2: two paragraphs really clear it up. They boil yeah. down the entire article just very succinctly. All right. Here they are. When the situation can be changed... It is better to let your emotions, whatever they may be, motivate that change, rather than trying rather than trying to change the emotions. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: So, if the situation can, can, you be have control. Change, yeah. Right. If if you have control, if you have in some way or another, then um, let your motivations, let me your emotions motivate you. Right. So Rather for, than second guessing yourself.
2: Right. So, for, for example, like the example, I've been rejected romantically, but at least I tried. Maybe next time I'll be more lucky. Lucky. And in the example that I was giving from that show, The Office, that that situation could be changed. Sure. You know, she was engaged. She's not married. You still had There's still a chance there. And instead, what he did is is say, you know, uh, reappraise, Maybe next time I'll be more lucky. I'm gonna move on. When in fact his emotions. Were that he was attracted, that should have motivated the change. He should have gone after it, right? That's the better choice in that circumstance is to follow your emotions, follow your heart, and do what you really feel is best Um, in that case. However, when a situation can't be changed, it's better then to try and change the emotion.
0: So then if he, let's say... Not using the example right. exactly, but the the example you gave was the show The Office, right. Jim and Pam. He went after her and ultimately was or successful. Dead, uh, yeah, or, or or she said, "Look, Jim, I'm just not into you." Right. Then his yeah. options are no longer open right. at that right. point, and he should then say, "Well, at least I tried," yeah. or you know, yeah, try to exactly. take it from a more positive. Right. Aspect. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, that did roll it into uh, an easier yeah. <laughs> uh, understanding. What do you think
1: of that advice, Mark? I think it's good advice. You know, it's pretty sound and pretty obvious. If you can't control a situation, you clearly need to control your emotions. Yourself. Yeah. Um, if you can control a situation, you need to concentrate on how you can control that situation. Now, if your emotional response is to, uh, you know, blurt out profanities or whatever it is, the chances are good that, that you can use that. Uh, emotional response to motivate you but you still need to uh handle how you control your emotions
2: but i guess the the reason why i thought that this article was particularly good or interesting is take that little bit of advice from the end of the article now that's a little bit easier to understand and apply it in terms of you know if you have this yourself or if people who you know uh, in terms of anxiety and depression and people with anxiety and depression. Now yeah. those, you know, I, I, I would think that this little bit of advice is a little harder to apply for people who have that sort of condition, um, you know, because they get into a mode of thinking where it becomes harder to sort of internalize that sort of give and take with control well, people, and
0: people a lot of those controlling their emotions people don't believe they can. Right and and to, and when you suggest to them that well you you can then they reject it. And they say well no I yeah. can't. They feel like they're out of
2: control and you,
0: yeah. know, you know. I'm the, the, you know something has done this to me and I am this way and this is the way I am and I will be depressed and I will be uh, anxious and I can't possibly control my emotions. Right. I've been told this by people like that.
1: Well, I I see on Facebook all the time and I look I am not a psychologist. I don't know what depression is about, but the Idea that essentially, if you offer any sort of homie advice about depression, that you're an a-hole,
0: right? Um, (laughs) Homie, like uh, what's up, homie? No, homie,
1: as in Mm. you know, just your life, right? Uh The suggestion that somehow you know anything about them and their problem makes you, you know, I mean, like, not only are you ignorant, but you're a rude ignoramus for even suggesting anything about it, and I. I mean, I can see how somebody who, with depression who's around a bunch of people who don't understand depression would probably feel alienated and frustrated and a variety of things. At the same time, I mean, you know, somehow the world uh, is full of depressed people and those depressed people treat themselves a, a lot. I mean, they, they manage to, you know, usually the first thing you're going to get as far as depression goes is you should exercise. You should get up at a regular time. Mm. You know, you should do a variety of things, and these are the things, by the way, that professionals will tell you to do too. It's just in many cases, it's very, it's very hard. It's hard. It's hard to get up on time. I mean, you know, if it was easy, it wouldn't be called work.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I'm not depressed, and it's hard for me to get up on time. (laughs) So, I mean, I can understand that. Uh, You know, it's it's frustrating because we were just actually reading. Were you on the show? And I don't think you were on uh, back yet, Mark, when we talked about the uh, the placebos. Were you on when uh-huh. we talked about the placebo I don't know effect? I've, I've, so we had a uh, an interesting article about like some crazy stuff about the placebo effect, and one of them was that placebos work for depression. So uh, you know, again, the people who've been t- diagnosed with depression or the people who have depression firmly believe in this story about themselves, and you can't talk them out of it you can't tell them oh yeah it's just in your head you know you can change that you can change your perspective and you know be more positive or whatever but then when you give the example of oh well here's somebody with depression you've given them a pill for depression turns out that pill's a sugar pill and oh wow it cures depression
2: I did it I I was depressed for a while and I I treated my depression with a very strange strategy that I came up with so not alcohol (laughs) not alcohol a lot of people when they get depressed practice some sort of self harm right Mm. They just get into these harmful habits, doing things that are like harmful because they want to hurt themselves. They feel like bad about themselves, and they want to do things. Yeah. So I decided I was going to do that to myself. I decided I was going to practice self harm intentionally. Wow. But here is the thing: I decided to harm myself with good habits that I didn't like doing. Right.
0: Like eating vegetables, <laughs> like, or eating, going like eating and,
2: healthy, going to the gym, going getting up early, uh, saving financially, doing yeah. all these things that, like, you know people don't like to do, and I viewed as, in a way, harmful, that I didn't like doing them, but that I knew would be good for me. Unpleasant, yeah. Yeah, unpleasant things. To, and it was just a, turned out to be a very good strategy.
0: So you pu- sort of punished yourself with right. uh, good with things. With losing this, a bunch of weight and yeah. saving
2: a bunch of money and, right. you know, and like dealing with getting a lot of really good things in life. And now you've got a new girlfriend. Away. Yeah, and my depression right. went away, of course. And, and yeah. It's
1: because in a lot of cases, this is my <laughs> yeah. theory, this is not uh, you know scientific fact. My theory is, is that depression stems from being in a circumstance that you don't feel you can control. Right. Like In an unpleasant circumstance, right. you don't feel you can control, whether it's the lack of a, uh, a you know sexual partner, right. the lack of money, the lack of, uh, I don't know, the will to, uh, just, just self-discipline.
2: I mean, what right? it was that I did was like the ultimate depression- killing strategy because one I was doing the thing that people want to do when they're depressed self-harm, self-harm. but, but the I, what self-harm, I wasn't actually yeah. doing was anything harmful to right. myself I it, was just doing the things that would make me feel a certain way that like uh, I'm doing these things that sucks. I really don't yeah. like that yeah. suck and I'm doing it to myself but what I was actually also doing at the exact same time were the, exactly the right things that I needed to be doing mm. to get my life under control and get out of the circle of depression yeah. which i knew i was doing consciously but i also knew consciously that i was so it was just if you're gonna do that if you can think of this in such a way and do that for yourself do that if you're feeling depressed ever you know find do really good habits that you hate to do because that's a All really right. good way of kicking depression
0: but you're still smoking cigarettes no yeah. no you quit no. you
2: quit the cigarettes I Quit cigarettes a long time really? ago
0: yeah okay i remember you smoking them within the last year like you were smoking out on the porch with with Maybe
2: within the past year, but this, yeah. it was a while okay. ago. It seems you
0: know, not like that not that it long. It seems to
2: me like it's been more than a year. Really? Yeah. I wow. think it's been more than a year. All right. I don't know. Well,
1: k-
0: kudos then. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were still smoking <laughs> no. cigarettes. Right, not. It's
1: about the most harmful thing you could do to yourself. Yeah. Well, I suppose you, the cutting is pretty bad. Yeah, it's um, pretty bad. Yeah. Those big uh, gauge earrings, that's pretty awful. I don't think that's considered <laughs> I don't think self-harm. that's harmful. Yeah, no, You don't? It's
2: just... No, it's just... Have you seen people without them? It's a crime against... Fashion it looks civility, bad when you take opinion, the
0: gauges out, that's for ugh. sure. uh 855, 450. It's one of those things you can't really change your mind about later. 855, 450, like free. African neck rings. We're coming up here. This <laughs> is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain here. You can join us. Uh, the toll-free number, 855-450-FREE. That's 855-450-3733. Everything from uh, the Christian version of ISIS to controlling your own emotions with you in the studio tonight it's ian and johnson and mark and don't forget if you support free talk live if you like the show and what we do here then please amp free talk live by going to amp.freetalklive.com amp stands for advertise market and promote it's five bucks a month or bitcoin You can use Bitcoin, credit card, PayPal. You send in that 5 bucks a month and then you get perks like access to the Amp Only call-in lines, the Amp Only uh, podcast, the Amp Only Facebook group, and more. Plus, you help Free Talk Live get on more new radio stations and bring new internet listeners on board. Advertise, market, and promote is what AMP stands for, and it makes a big difference for us when you AMP the show. So you're helping us spread the ideas of liberty and peace as far and as wide as uh, we possibly can. You can go to amp.freetalklive.com and you get the benefits as well. So once again, that's amp.freetalklive.com. Libertarian Banker is on the line calling from somewhere in the United States listening to LRN.fm. Go ahead, Libertarian Banker. You're on the air.
7: Hey, guys. You were were talking about uh, controlling your own emotions. And uh, I kind of have a similar uh, experience, but it it has to do with uh, controlling other people's emotions. By kind of controlling yours, and what I mean is, I I used to work at a bank branch, like a retail branch, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know there would be customers coming up to the teller line, and you know the teller couldn't complete the transaction for them for whatever reason, and they would get upset. Oh yeah, people get very emotional about their money. Sure. Uh, And you know, as the the you know manager of the office, I would you know hear this going on and. I would I would come out and shake their hand, look them right in the eye, introduce myself, and I'd call them into my office. And this was part of the tactic was to kind of get them in my territory, get them out from the public view, don't let yeah. the other screaming and stuff. And um, you know, I would I would talk to them, uh, you know, in a real of voice, try to find out what was going on. And I would act, you know, I would try to help them genuinely. And if if I could not help them, I wouldn't just tell them it was the policy. It was. I would explain why and why maybe this policy existed or why it was maybe risky to do this or that. So, you know, you can uh, control your, if you can control your emotions when uh, interacting with other people, they can, they will react off that, feed off of that, your emotion. 100%. That'll help them calm down at the same same time. I agree Mm
1: -hmm. 100%. And this is uh, something that I call, I call this uh, low level mind control because, If uh, my theory is that, uh, you know, in just about every situation I'm dealing with, there's a set of words and a way that I can say those words. That's going to give me the best result in that given circumstance because, you know, I mean, people react the way they react to to, to given ways that you treat people. And so if I, you know, stand firm and and uh, raise my voice and, you know, these kinds of things, that's going to have one result. It's going to escalate. If I look the person in the eye and I, uh, you know, I I use my most convincing tone and I, you know, try to connect with them, that's going to have a different result. And so what my theory is, is that there's always, and this this is the theory that I only use for myself, right? Like I'm just constantly telling myself because it's easy to get upset, it's easy to have an o- emotional response. That's right. Man. But what is going to give me the best result? Sometimes in dealing with a customer service situation, it's best to have an emotional response. Now I'm not very good at it. Um, I can't sort of control that, or you know, I, I, I'm I'm not good at delivering that, but. Eh, you know, I can always send my wife in to, uh, to beat him up on uh, a customer service issue if that's what I need to do. You know,
7: and I've even – I've I've walked out of a situation like that, Mark. That's a good point. And to where I've walked out of a situation and, and the person's opened a checking account or done some sort of business with me after the hmm. transaction that we just connected on that level. And so – it really is just, I mean, just treat other people like humans, man. It's, I guess it's, it's
2: you know. It's- it seems like another thing, just from, from based on the article, that, that what you could do in a situation if someone is getting emotional is you could offer them a sense of control, even if it's not necessarily the choices that they would want. If you're offering them choices.
0: Here's what you can do.
2: Here's what you can do. Here's some options for you.
0: Absolutely. That that would Absolutely. Be- they might not have people seen those that. options. Right. They might not have realized they had them in the first right. place. That's a great point. Anything else you want to share, Libertarian Banker? No, I appreciate
7: it, guys.
4: Thanks
0: Thanks for for the the call tonight. Let's go to Sarah. She's in New Mexico. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Sarah.
3: Hey, did you guys notice that, you know, red snapper fish has completely disappeared? Thanks to the BP uh, Gulf oil spill. You know, I used to see them in supermarkets and red snapper, red snapper fish, it's a a top-dwelling fish. And I used to eat them as sushi. I used to love that. Love that. Um, you made it at home. You know the oil spill has just wiped out the fish.
1: For the next ten years, is, is there some article on this? Because I, I didn't, I wasn't able to. When I saw your uh, your topic, I, I looked it up real quick, and I didn't wasn't able to find any information on that.
0: I am seeing red snapper season is set in Alabama for twenty seventeen. That uh, story from just a couple of days ago. So looks like the state of Alabama is claiming that there's snapper to be caught. Maybe it's just. But uh, so there, how
3: come I can't find any here in Albuquerque? I don't see it anywhere, frozen, um, any market, sushi, restaurants? nothing.
1: Maybe it's getting bought up uh, on the Gulf Coast before it gets away.
0: Recent research conducted on the long-term issue of age distribution of red snapper in the Gulf of Mexico indicates that older fish, this by the way was published just uh, four days ago in ScienceDaily.com, uh, reveals that older fish age 8 and up are more reproductive than younger fish were over the previous 10 years. In studies done a decade apart, evidence shows a recent shift toward a slower progression to sexual maturity as well as reduced egg production, especially among young, small female red snapper in the Gulf of Mexico, slower maturation rates among young fish ages 2 to 6, uh, blah, blah 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 So have an anyway. article
2: here from the Wall Street Journal about red snapper fraud. Apparently, there's a lot of places. Yeah, that tilapia will try to pass off uh, red snapper. Yeah, they'll, f- they'll, other fishes. Red they'll snapper.
1: sell you tilapia and call it red snapper.
3: Right. That sounds more like it. You know, the BP, the oil spill, did wipe them out. You know what I mean?
1: No. Ah.
0: Well, apparently, they've
1: come
2: back. The feds, so. apparently, there's the feds are involved here. Locals are hopeful the feds will reopen red snapper fishery off of Florida's northeast coast. So apparently, some of the fisheries have been
1: closed. By the federal government. Yeah, it makes sense. They mm. would have been right where the BP thing was then.
0: Right. And if you don't have a fishery that is creating new red snapper, you're not going to have as much. So maybe that's the case. If the feds came in there and shut down these fisheries, then that would explain why, you know, th- maybe there still are red snapper out there. It's just that they're not being harvested. They're not being manu- They're essentially not being bred. Yeah. Um, and when you have fisheries, you have a plentiful Appar- amount of red snapper.
2: Apparently, the season remains. Open year round in the state-controlled Atlantic waters between the coasts and three miles offshore. However, the regulations are different in the Gulf of Me- Mexico, and fishermen say that there are virtually no red snapper to be had there.
0: Wow! All right, so there you go, Sarah. You can blame the government uh, for that happening. What oh, do you, you think blame about BP that? too? Well,
3: yeah, you uh, never mind the oil consumption. let stop buying gasoline, like I do. You know, I have no cars to put uh, gasoline.
1: Do you, you use know? electricity?
3: Yeah, I use a lot of it's
1: uh, put together with uh, fossil fuels.
3: Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? We get ours from our solar power panel in New Mexico. A lot of it comes from that. But still, you know what? I don't buy gas. I don't own a car. You know, let's all ride a, start ride riding bike and ride the train. You I actually know?
0: do ride my bike a lot here in Keene, New Hampshire. But if I got to drive to the airport, I am not going to take the bike.
1: If I've got a job and the best way for me to earn a living is to take a car to work, then that's what I am going to do. I am not going to go. Sarah not, doesn't have a
0: job. I am not, not heading to back that. to the Stone Age because it's convenient for Sarah. Thanks for the call, Sarah. Appreciate it. Uh, so, yeah, she, she. I don't know. If she's didn't she tell she's like never had a job. Basically, I don't, I, don't I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't want to manufacture
2: talk. your oil straight from the La Brea
1: tar pits. You can ask her the next time <laughs> yeah. she calls in. I don't want to talk about her.
0: Fair enough. Uh, so there you go. Uh, looks like the government is to blame if we're going to blame anybody for the lack of red snapper for shutting down the fisheries, which, of course, you know, comes back to the old point that if you want to proliferate a species, then it should be legal to own. It should be legal to breed. It should be legal to sell. And that is what makes things stay alive and not face extinction. Oh, you were—I thought you were holding up your finger because you wanted to say something there, Mark. You've been giving us signals about the time tonight, and no one's ever asked you to do it, and I found it confusing. Um, so, anyway, uh, you can join us here, at Freetalklive.com. All kinds of cool features on the website. You can actually control. The front page of the website.
2: So while we're talking about animals being owned and controlled and whatnot, if you heard the news about the uh, our our, from our former land of uh, you know from where we from whence Free Talk Live hails, the uh, the noble sea cow has is being (laughs) reclassified
0: as what? Oh, the manatee.
2: The manatee is no longer endangered. Is now. What's the next level up? It's like threatened. Threatened. Yes. Okay.
0: Yep. So, That's good news, I yeah, guess. Yeah.
2: There apparently there's been a population explosion, but there I guess a lot of the animal activists are very very concerned about this reclassification. Yeah, god knows. Everybody's going to kill out right. of uh, Right,
0: now everybody's going to go run them over in their boats now, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow freetalklive.com. The manatee's my patronus.
9: So the protection of life, liberty, and property is, is what the Free State Project is all about, but it's an, it's an effort to move 20,000 people who
0: understand. It's about demonstrating to the entire country
7: that, yeah, we can
10: have a free market, a truly free market, making it just a freer, great place to
0: live. It's the world's largest, voluntarist, libertarian community, and it's it's only getting bigger. That's amazing, to be able to move to a place where other people to, like,
6: passionately believe in being free and independent. What the Free State Project is managing to to do, though, is to put their money where their mouth is. It's physically getting up across the country and saying, let's go someplace and let's demonstrate the power of these ideas. There's a lot of kind of philosophy that surrounds
5: liberty. There's a lot of thinking about it and talking about it. But here in New Hampshire, people are doing it.
0: 101 Reasons Liberty Lives in New Hampshire, a documentary by Free State Project Early Movers. Watch it free at 101reasonsfilm.com. 101reasonsfilm.com.